Oh, my good God in heaven. It's another week, and we've survived another onslaught of the technical blues here at Technical Alpha, uh, where we are attempting. I think this is, I think, I think we're good now. I'm going to, I'm going to click on this. All right. We don't have the weird thing. No, we're good. I think we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. May, what is this, the 12th of May? Is that where we are today, I think? It's the 12th uh, of May. Yep. yep. The 12th of May, 2017. Uh, it was a nice day outside, not that I actually breathed in any of the fresh oxygen uh, beyond my front doorstep, but it looked like it was a nice day out there. And hopefully we can continue this being a lovely day here on Technical Alpha. As, you, as you've probably figured out by now, we are short a man today. Um, one sec. Uh, let's see here. Also, Two I'm not wearing one. a sports jacket today. D- yeah, you're not. Yeah, exactly. I, you're. This is this is well, low key. Well, I wanted to do it. I did it purposely because it is low key. We don't have like a crazy structure today, so I kind of wanted to be in the mood for just kind of kick back, talk the shit. You know, this is the closest thing to an actual like leg TV podcast that people are going to get true. like right this now. Is very true. So this is this what is the true. podcast will be like if Panic wasn't here. So hopefully you don't <laughs> like it too much because he might have to can his ass. Can him. Hashtag fired guy. <laughs> did you rehost this, by the way, now that we're I back did. up and not broken? Okay, good. I did. Yeah, we had to. We had to do all sorts of weird and wonderful things as we do every single week here. Something always catches fire. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have no script this week. We have absolutely nothing written down on paper. I, no, have- I, you know what? I did some jot notes just so that I really? don't forget some certain points. Like, like Okay. They're not topics, but just kind of like you, you'll see it on the, on the list. They're, they're nothing crazy. Okay. It's kind of all about what we're talking about, but there's no topics. Okay. You know, I just, well, I just more was prepared. writing down some things, yeah. You're more prepared than I am, anyway. <laughs> you're, you're more prepared than I am. But yeah, we're winging, we're winging this bad boy. Uh, as we were saying, Panic is not here this week because he is away at another wedding. Apparently everybody within Panic's family and or circle of friends is getting hitched currently. And so, um, as far as I know, he could, for all we know, still be driving right now because he had to yep. go for, uh, for quite a spin. Uh, you know, to, I'm to get such to where he was going. I'm such a god that I'm going to Las Vegas uh July 5th to the 10th. Okay. Okay. I will I'm bringing my laptop and I will do the <laughs> podcast from the hotel room. You should do the podcast from Celine Dion's concert. Mm. <laughs> Just have Celine in the background the whole time. It would sound like uh it would sound like garbage, but hey, it'd be worth It'd be worth. worth, but yeah, he's he's off watching somebody else uh, get hitched. I don't even know if it's a family member or a friend this time. I I can't remember anymore. Uh, but he had to drive a long distance and he had to leave earlier today uh, to get there in time for you know what he was needed for at the wedding. So uh, he's gone for the he weekend and hopefully hopefully he has a good time. Uh, yep. But uh, so you have you have notes. But before little, we start with your notes, I got a little bit. I got a little bit. B- before we start with your notes, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to everybody who's gotten us closer to the seventy-five reviews on iTunes. Damn. We are so damn close. We are 
We are coming up on it. If I check this right now, if I just uh, click we'll be, this. We'll probably be there by the end of this podcast. Let's see where we're at. If I press that button and we go here, we're at 73. There you go. So we are too shy of the 75. And then after that, it's 100. We just got to keep setting goals. But you guys have been awesome uh, in reviewing for us and doing a great job uh, of spreading the word and continue to do that. You know, people are constantly asking what they can do to help uh, spread awareness of the podcast. And when it comes to podcasts, talk to anyone else you know of that listens to podcasts and just say, hey, I'm listening to this crazy podcast where three guys attempt to talk about stuff they know about on a weekly basis. And sometimes everything goes wrong and it's kind of entertaining. It's called Technical Alpha. And that's exactly what we're starting right now. Mr. Black, today we're going to be talking about, uh, I guess, if there was to be any sort of structure today, we're going to be talking about uh, what it's like to be a streamer slash YouTuber. Content like, provider. Uh, content provider. Something, somebody who generates media content as a, as a, a means of, of living, like your, your main job. Uh, and the highs of that, the lows of that, the pluses, the minuses, uh, and and our experiences, I guess, over the last uh, several years of, of putting Well, we're not quite at several, but we're close. So I'm going to say several mm-hmm. anyway. We're really close. <laughs> we're, appro- we're approaching. So uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit about uh, uh, about that. But uh, is there any way that you, do you wanted to start this whole thing off? Did you have uh, well, somewhere you wanted also- to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also wanted to let everybody know we're still going to do the tech support as well on the second half, so yes. that'll, yeah, that'll oh, still happen. We'll still be answering your yes. questions. We might even get to like three of them or something, just depending on how long this goes, but uh, we're know. just going to shoot the shit, right? So um, I, 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 I actually just wanted to start off by by talking about the um, the retro verses that we've been doing for the Patreons, oh, and yes. you know, uh, we got some feedback from... Not only the people that are watching it, but the people that cannot watch it because mm. they are not paying for the content. Um, I wanted to bring that up first and foremost. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I want to kind of give um, our reasoning. And, and Adam can obviously chime in as well. I, I know Adam's yep. been kind of uh, um, talking to a few people in the YouTube comments and stuff, and I've been I've been reading them and and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know. <clears throat> that don't know yet, we have decided to create the Lag TV Versus series that we used to do back in the day uh, and bring it to the Patreon supporters for uh, $5 and up. Now, we are not releasing these games to the public uh, for everybody to watch for free. There's several reasons why we're not doing that, and we'll get into that. Uh, but for those that don't know, what we're doing instead is we're going to my back wall here. Adam comes over once a month. We record uh, at least two as of right now. We'll mm-hmm. come up with some kind of stretch goal so that we can release them every week. But, I, you know, we're doing a lot already with this podcast, so we're just kind of letting it burn, seeing what people think of it. But we're we're blindfolded or closing our eyes, and we're just grabbing a game at random. We're playing it until we either rage quit, we're tired of it, Whatever it can be, a half, I think each episode was about a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, we're somewhere around we're somewhere around thirty thirty five minutes on on average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they've been they've been really great. Uh, we did Tasmania, uh, the devil, the Tasmania Devil game, and then we have like a sports one where Adam and I go up against each other. Uh, that's coming <laughs> out next week. But um, the the main reason why 
<clears throat> we wanted to first and foremost, the main reason why we wanted to make it so that you had to pay five dollars to watch the content. Uh, it was wasn't that we were like, hey, let's make content that people want to buy. It was more of how can we give more value to our Patreon supporters, um, especially at the lower tier. Um, as in $5, uh, $10, you know, people get to do the tech support and get to chime in. Um, but the sweet spot really is the $5, um, where a lot of people, you know, it's five bucks. People, most people can afford $5 and if they really enjoy the content, they'll, they'll chuck it that way. And I think as of right now, um, before the technical or the, sorry, the, uh, retro versus they were getting like a higher quality, um, version of the podcast i think audio wise yeah, what, what get, were the things get, so yeah so at what well, ten dollars the big hook at ten dollars was the uh other than you know the differentiation stickers and, stuff. and stickers and stuff they get um they get the, the high quality version of the podcast i think so it goes from like we put out mono audio like every other podcast on the planet is in mono mm-hmm. um and we are the stuff that's on itunes is 96 uh kbs Mm-hmm. And the stuff that goes up to SoundCloud for those uh, on the ten dollar tier um, have access to one hundred and sixty, which is the equivalent okay. in stereo of three hundred and twenty, which is about as close as you can get to lossless audio without spending a sh- shitload of money on audio gear to hear the difference. Yeah, so we just wanted to add more value to it because um, we got one hundred and sixty seven Patreons on our five dollar tier. Uh, so we decided to do that. And of course, you know, the people that are five and above, they all get access to that they content. They all get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there was, there was two reasons. The big one was giving value to that so that the people can get a little bit more for their money. As I even had people come to the stream that are watching it live right now and say, hey, you know, where should I put my $5? Should I sub to this channel or should I uh, give it to you guys on Patreon? And, uh, you know, before it was kind of like, well, you know, what are you using more? Um, now there's a definite answer and now you can get uh the content as well also on top of that for those that don't know and we're going to talk about this a little bit more um once we get off this whole subject i wanted to i wanted to bring this up because there was a lot of people out there that were like this is bullshit um you know not only are we not happy that um we can't receive the content which we totally understand um but also on top of that we feel like you guys are shooting yourselves in the foot because not as many people are going to notice the lag TV, the retro versus um, when it's high, when it's you know hidden behind a paywall, opposed to having it on YouTube where new people can come in and find that content. Um, I don't know if you want to take over on that, Adam, because I know I've been talking a lot, but yeah, uh, you can fine. explain it just as good as I can. Yeah, well, I mean that's that was the general sentiment from a, a couple of people. Uh, you know, the ones that got thumbed up because usually somebody will say something that most people agree with, and then they just don't rewrite it. They give it a thumbs up. So, uh, and I commented on a couple because um, there was just some stuff that was just completely based on information that doesn't actually exist, which is quite frequent in YouTube comments when people are talking about content creation and the directions of channels and what content creators do and why, uh, and what it means for the channel and, and, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted, uh, you know, despite the fact that it always adds another gray hair to my head, uh, every time I, I do that and go into the YouTube comment section and have these conversations with people, uh, it's always good to clear it up because 
you know, if and it's the case with these comments that happened as well. If a YouTube comment is, you know, sort of um, relatively well written, it doesn't even have to be like some sort of magnum opus type material. But it, uh, but if it's if it sounds just like anything in life. People have the authoritarian thing. If you were dressed as a police officer, people will take you for your word just because that's how people act, right? So same thing with writing on the internet with a, with everybody being anonymous. If somebody sounds marginally intelligent and says something confidently, then there's a large portion of people that will just take that for fact and then say, yeah, I like that. And then it spreads and, and makes it you know worse and worse and worse. And that's how a lot of content creators get in trouble with their communities because there's a bunch of negative false information about it. So these were kind of similar comments. So I was talking to him about this. The thing is that when it comes to this content specifically, and I, this is what, one of the things I said in these re- responses was that people don't understand that this was content specifically to give value to Patreon period. Uh, it was an opportunity for us to give people more for their money because not everybody wants physical goods and there was a lot of people that were on Patreon giving us money that didn't really care about the physical goods or they weren't even asking for any of the tier rewards, but we wanted yeah, to be able to give people with the more noises. for that. They recorded yeah, two like of they, them. They just, yeah, people, people <laughs> just, don't, just did, yeah. don't buy into it. So we were trying to like, you know, give them more for that. What it also does is it gives us an opportunity to, uh, to entice people who aren't about physical stuff that didn't buy into Patreon because of that. Uh, because there's a huge market of people that will sit there and say, you know, I would love to support these guys, but I still want to get something out of it other than just content because the content's for free already. So I want to get something out of it. And since I'm not interested in the physical stuff, I'm just not going to buy in. And so we're, we put that out there for that exact reason as well. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to tap into that market of people that would like to uh, give us money every month, but people don't normally just like to spend money for the sake of spending money. <laughs> they like to have something in return. So retro versus gives us an opportunity to do that. And lo and behold, uh, it, you know, it jumped our Patreon up uh, a couple hundred bucks in the last week with mostly $5 people just coming in to have access to retro versus and people are loving the retro versus videos, which is fantastic. So, um, the, the content was only for Patreon. And I say that because people like Jeff was saying, were saying, you know, well, how are you going to grow the channel? Nobody's going to see the, the technical alpha retro verses because you've locked it behind a paywall. And if all you're giving are these trailers, uh, well then no random person is just going to see the trailer and, and who's never been to the channel before and just say, Oh, I'm going to go pay five bucks, which is fair. But the, the point wasn't to grow the channel with that content. And then the counter to that, which I got in, in the responses, were, well, why wouldn't you? Somebody actually started trying to talk to me about business in the comments section. It was like, well, you know, what I would have done to maximize growth in the first three to six months. Like, it sounded like a dissertation from fucking university. In the first three to six months to maximize possible growth before turning over into this other monetized content to get the most out of your, uh, you know, your, your, your time that you're spending and to get the most growth out of it, uh, that would be, you know, what I would do. And I was like, well, you know, that's great, but we already did all of this years ago. Years ago. It didn't, it, and that was at our peak where we had the most exposure, the highest probability back when YouTube wasn't even as big as it is now. And it was easier to get spotted. And I mean, infinitely, infinitely 
easier to get spotted, and we had the viewers to get us there, and now that's not the case. YouTube is so ubiquitous everywhere, and people are so tied into it. There's so many users posting videos constantly, and all of its content just, just shit. It's like verbal diarrhea on YouTube. It's just nonstop videos going up, and there's no real mechanisms to find new videos anymore. YouTube just picks who they want to go up to the top. They go up to the top, <laughs> and it's whatever. Us posting this content out for free would do nothing. Nothing. Zero. And the only argument that's against that is there is a one in like one billion chance of one of those videos going viral. And even then, if one of them went viral, like let's say When Cheese Fails Season 1 Episode 8 goes viral, even if that happened, that does not guarantee that even anything more than 10% of the people that watch that viral video stay, subscribe, and digest more of your content. It is the exact same scenario, which we'll probably talk about later on this evening with streaming. People think that if you just get hosted, oh, I just need to get hosted by this one big person. That's all it's going to take, and I'm just going to shoot up bat out of hell. Fucking just take off. Mm. And I'm going to be the next star. No, that's actually not going to work like that. What's going to happen is, just like on YouTube, even if you got viral, you know, going viral on Twitch is getting hosted by somebody like Dan's Gaming or some shit. Somebody who has thousands and thousands of viewers. You get the host. You know what that means? If you're lucky, if you're super lucky, 10% at best Mm. follow you. And then 10% of that 10% become lifetime fucking viewers of your channel. If you're lucky. There's no guarantee to any of this, and we understand that. that. And there's more to this. Like, for example, people were saying, oh, you guys aren't making any money this way. You know, you might get a couple of people to buy in on this, but, you know, not as much as if you put this out there and it grew the channel on YouTube. I know I'm talking a lot here, but I'm on a fucking... I just got to go. It's okay. It's okay, Adam. It's okay. Let it just... I need you guys... We're going to stay positive. We're going to stay positive, It's going to be positive, I know it's positive. Positive, positive, positive. Positive, positive. It's like Richard Simmons on a fucking Sunday. Positive, positive, positive. One person, stay with me on this one, guys. One person spends $5 and buys into that content. That one person has successfully covered anywhere from one to 5,000 individual eyeballs. In terms of ad revenue, one person. So if you get, well, I don't even have to do the math anymore for you. Well, if we you got do, about if you forty get a of handful, them. If we, we got we about get 40, forty people yeah. just in this in this last go in growth in one week. Those forty people now represent, as we've just figured out, many multiple hundreds of thousands of viewers. To make that money up. People think must think that YouTube is like some sort of world of infinite money. It is if you're PewDiePie and every time you post a video about the fact that you're releasing a new t-shirt, there's like 6 million views on that one video. The back catalog of views and everything he gets in a month from his old videos and the new videos is so huge. That's how yeah. they make money. Even when Lag TV was at its peak and we had a good CPM rate. We were getting 100,000 100, views on a video after it was out for a week. 
Yeah. We made six grand That's, a month at, at our peak. We made six grand, six grand a month for six yeah. months at our yeah. peak, six to nine months of that. And that yeah. was the show. And it's that not, was at the height of our careers and everything. So yes. basically, basically what Adam's trying to say, guys, is we understand how it works. We've been doing this for years, and we do appreciate your feedback. But when Adam goes and tells you exactly how it works, do not try and fight back because it's an argument that you're not going to win because you don't understand the logistics behind it. Um, not only that, we actually are making no money on YouTube right now. We still do not have Goose a partnership on my my personal channel, Adams and Lag TV, zero money. So if there's any way to support us and you enjoy, even if you enjoy the retro verses and it's, you're not interested in the podcast or you're not you don't listen to it often, that as of right now, that's like the best way to support us uh, other than you know, tuning in and watching our videos and sharing them and stuff like that. So, you know, our main goal was not to make this to get rich. I mean, you know, 40 people or whatever. Um, it was just to give more value. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, and for those that are supporting the the verses, we appreciate it. We're going to keep dumping out that content. And uh, also that allows us to help with the Patreon stretch goals as well to open up other content that we're going to be giving to the public, not just like, you yeah. know, you know, just the yeah. retro versus guys. It'll when be we more hit free these stuff. big, yeah, when we hit these big stretch goals, uh, we're going to be releasing more stuff. And, and obviously all that money gets pulled in um, to that. So that was the retro versus in a nutshell. Um, let's move on and yeah. let's talk about. Um, Let's just talk about starting up a YouTube channel or a stream. I'm sure there's a lot of people on here are listening mm. that have thought about it, uh, whether it is that you mm. want to make money, uh, you just want to have fun, you want to hang out with your friends, um, you just want to stream by yourself, whatever the case may be. Uh, we can quickly talk about some of the things that you're going to want to have um, kind of like the musts and not really necessary things. Um, I can start off by saying the two big things that you're going to need is a decent microphone and good internet. Um, obviously, you need some kind of upload speed. Typically, like a, a minimum of two megabytes is like kind of, I mean, that's even pushing it, right? Um yeah. I mean, you can stream with anything, but having a good quality video and having good sound. I have a lot of people come come to my stream, and there's actually a, an, a sound video that I made on YouTube. A lot of streamers come to me about audio because my audio sounds really good. But the reason why it sounds really good is I spent a shitload of money to have the sound. And obviously, this is my job, so I can afford to do that, and it makes sense. And we'll talk about kind of expenses and things like that when it comes to streaming um, and why we buy the things that we buy um, for multiple reasons. I would highly suggest, and I'm sure Adam will say the same, a good starting microphone at a budget is a blue snowball or a blue Yeti, kind of the same. I would say the Yeti or the... Um, Yeti's like twice the cost though or more. Oh, is it? Wow. Oh, yeah. So, Yeti's you know, the, quite blue, expensive. the snowball is good and the AT2020 uh, is good, and you can get the AT twenty twenty in both um, uh, XLR and USB. So you can kind of choose which version you want. 
Um, it really depends. I would suggest if you have the money to get the XLR version and get a mixer and you just need something basic. And that way, when you do move up in microphone down the road, you'll, you'll now have your mixer ready to go. Um, and you can also do a few more things depending on the type of mixer that you get. Um, obviously the mixer that I have does compression, does equalizer, all that stuff right on there. So I don't need a bunch of stuff. Adam went the other route. Adam has got all the different racks for all the different things. It got a compressor, got an equalizer, all those noise gate, all those different things. Um, Cause Adam's a little more techie than I am. And I'm just like a plug and go type guy. I don't have time for all that stuff. Um, yeah, and both there, there ways were other are, reasons why I went that way, but I'll explain that when we get around to it. Yeah. Um, but I would say for most people, 98%, you're better off just getting a XLR or USB uh, microphone. I would once again suggest the AT2020 um, or the Blue Yeti if you can afford it. And you're you're good as gold. You do not need to have the sound quality of a $500 mic or a $1,600 mic. Um, you, you, you can always make a, a relatively cheap microphone sound decent. So I think those are the two most important uh, pieces of equipment you need, obviously the internet and the microphone. And uh, I don't know, Adam, you want to chime in on anything else um, that yeah. kind of what people would, you know, should have. Yeah. There's been more, this is coincidentally, coincidentally, there's been like a resurgence of people asking about uh, asking me to redo a video I did years ago on stream setups, hardware, software, OBS, XSplit, you know, mic, all the nonsense, because I did one forever and ever ago, and it's so outdated now. Um, so this is kind of a coincidence that we're talking about this now. But um, yeah, so like Jeff said, the the, the starter stuff, because people will, people tend to ask, you know, is a webcam important? What is the most essential, you know, equipment for uh, a streamer um and there will be debate as to whether or not a webcam is absolutely essential when you're first starting out um with streaming there are people that make loads of money on twitch that don't have a webcam up ever yep. there yep. are lots of money uh, or lots of people that that uh, lots of money there's lots of people that that uh, that get a webcam or have a webcam uh, that rely on it as part of the show because they're such an animated person. Um, so it really depends on your personality and, and what your content and your channel is going to be like. Luckily, webcams aren't an enormous expense in the grand yeah. scheme of things in the, in the land of, of stuff that you're going to spend money on for live streaming. Should you go long term with this and start making some money uh, to, to fund yourself to, to buy this new equipment? The webcam's pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. but you don't need it to start. And the ones that Jeff mentioned, uh, right out of the gate, the, uh, have been standards forever and ever. The blue snowball, one of the ugliest mics to have ever existed, it. but it, it, but yeah. it's good. We used it for lag TV for a long time, a long time. Um, and it's like in the States, it's like a $60 microphone or something along those, uh, those lines anyway. And it's USB and it has three modes that allow you to use it for different things. So you can you can have it you know only front facing. You can have omnidirectional, so it picks up the sound behind it as well. So uh, there there it's a flexible mic for a low cost. It's USB, so you don't need an audio interface uh, or anything of that. It's plug and play. Same with the AT twenty twenty. I would suggest for people to stick with the Snowball unless they have a room that is incredibly quiet and they're not using a blue switch keyboard. The AT2020 is an amazing microphone. 
but it is also one of the most sensitive microphones that you can buy um, at that price range. And it will pick up a fly shitting in Africa. Like Jeff's mic that he's got in front of him. The difference being Jeff's a large diaphragm condenser mic and the AT2020 isn't. But it is still a condenser mic and it will pick up everything that happens. So you scratch the back of your head. People are listening to the dandruff hitting the floor behind you. <laughs> you need to be careful with that microphone. It's yeah. that sensitive. So yeah. if you have a good room, you know, for it, if it's a carpeted room, um, you know, it's, it's it doesn't have a lot of places where sound gets trapped. and You don't sound like you're in a cave. Then an AT2020 is really nice. I, I used an AT2020 for years as well. Yep. And then we used it after an upgrade from the Snowball for lag TV. Uh, yep. And we both used it individually on our streams. And uh, then the I got AT2020. the 4040. I have the 4040. And then I you upgraded to the 4040. Yeah, which is yep. the, uh, the Big Brother uh, XLR version. And you can get an XLR version AT2020. But what I will say, and I can talk more about, about getting into XLR microphones and audio interfaces and all that stuff. But I wouldn't, if you're going to get a 2020, the XLR is not worth it. Just get the, the USB because there, when you get into XLR, there's literally a pantheon of microphones that are better than the AT2020 that are XLR microphones and cheaper than the AT2020 XLR. So uh, if you're going to start out, stick to USB mics. Get a snowball or an AT2020, depending on your room conditions, and uh, and go from there. Uh, get the mic up off the desk. It doesn't matter what mic you have ever. Get it up off the desk, whether that's a boom arm like this, and you can get some cheap-ass boom arms. Or you can be like me back at home. I stacked up like four textbooks, a couple of Kleenex boxes, and like a, a friggin' contact lens cleaner case, and stuck my microphone and camera on top of that. It doesn't matter as long as it's up off the desk and, and it separates it from the mouse and keyboard. Um, and then, yeah, go from there. Like a starter kit, if people are asking, you know, how much money it's, it, it costs to start streaming, if you don't have to touch your computer, which is a whole different can of worms. Yeah, we're not even going to get into that. We're not we even. Because we'd be here no. forever. No. The the if you're just talking about peripherals, you know you're you're looking at a webcam and a and a snowball mic. Um, you know you're looking at two hundred bucks after tax, and you're yep. off to the races. Um, yep. and it's, it's and that's it's it, much and that's that simple. and that's all you need. Um, don't overcomplicate things, and that's where we get into the next part is is what what it is that you're trying to accomplish, whether it is YouTube or or Twitch or any other streaming service. You know, are you are you streaming just for your friends, for yourself? Are you trying to make a career out of this? Um, all those different things will kind of play a part in um, how you should stream in terms of schedule, in terms of length, in terms of time. Um, all those things are very important. Um, and I guess we can kind of go because I have another note here on how to grow your channel. And mm. this is kind of where. It, so, you know, you've already started, you've got your webcam, you've got your, your microphone, you've got your, your computer. We're not getting into that, but we're assuming you have all those things. How do I grow my channel? You know, Hey Jeff, how do I grow my channel? I've got two viewers or some days I got 10. And to be honest with you, 10 viewers when you're starting out is pretty damn good. Balling um, under control. Yeah. That is like really, really good. It may not seem a lot when you're watching people that have, you know, thousands of viewers or hundreds of viewers or whatever. Uh, but having 10 starting out or five starting out um, is a big deal. The best way 
that I can say if you're trying to grow your stream to make this a potential, you know, career or just kind of seeing where it goes. You're taking it serious, but you're not all in. But, you know, if the opportunity comes, you're going to jump on it. Um, I would say pick a game that not only do you like and that you can play a lot, but you also have to pick a game that is popular. And I know it hurts. It hurts the soul. Um, that's, you know, Adam can definitely chime in on that oh, because yeah. he yeah. has done everything but popular games. Um, he had a small little stint, but, um, and there's, there's a reason why Adam has had a cap on viewership, um, mm-hmm. opposed to me where it is fluctuated so much over the years, um, depending on the types of games I play, and it's mainly because of popularity. Now, most cucks out there will say, you know, th- that's a you know that's a solo thing to do. Why are you playing League of yes, Legends? Why are why You're are right. you playing? Why are you playing StarCraft? <laughs> why are you playing these things? But what they don't understand is, you know, you have to pay the bills and you have to play games that are going to generate you views. Because believe it or not, us streamers and YouTubers are attention whores on purpose. Because if we don't have attention, uh, we don't have a house. Uh, we don't have a roof over our heads. So that's just the reality of it. So if you do want to play, like say you're you're a streamer and you really like playing fucking, um, I don't know, Dragon Age. You know, you really love Drag- Dragon Age. Well, unfortunately... Um, or we'll even say Skyrim, something that's a little bit, you know, where there's sort of a community um, and and there's there's a lot of gameplay there. Say, you know, I want to make a career on playing Skyrim games. Now, there are people out there in the YouTube world and stuff that are, have gotten famous for, you know, uh, going through the lore of 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 uh, Oblivion game or uh, Elder Scroll games uh, yeah. and 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 do all that stuff. There are very, very select few. But in terms of going into Twitch or any other streaming service, you're not going to have uh, any type of of worthwhile growth playing a game like that, even though that may be the type of game you are most passionate about, if that is your main goal to get noticed and grow. If you don't give a shit and you just want to, you know, play the game you absolutely love, that you're passionate about, that you light up, like, you know, your your girlfriend when you bring home Tiffany's and she sees the blue box, then play whatever you want, you know, play whatever you want and have fun. And there will be people that will come in that have the same passion as you and it'll be great and you'll make a little community, you know, even if it is five, ten people or if you can must together 20 or 30 people, that's phenomenal. Um, and you might make a couple dollars doing it too, you never know. But if you do want to get any type of notoriety and you want to have a chance of growing, you kind of have to pick a game. You can't really hop around too much. Uh, if you are hopping around, you you kind of have to have a schedule to hop around. So you'd be like, hey, from 8 p.m. Uh, or 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I'm going to play StarCraft. And then after that game, I'm going to switch into whatever the fuck I want to play. You know, you kind of have to. And we talked about that in other And when Nathanius was on, you kind of have to play a game that is known in order to do that. And it's sort of the same. YouTube's a little bit different because there are you there is more creativity there because you can kind of come up with 
weird and 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 fucky things to it's not to live. do to an extent. It's not live exactly. So you can come up with the with these weird videos and do different things um, that have a potential to maybe even grow something that has never been done before or um, do something that somebody else has done before but do it a little bit better or put a, a twist on it. And you never know. You may have a couple of viral videos and you may be able to capitalize on that um, and those sort of things. I mean even when you do movie reviews, for example, you you kind of have to watch the movie that Thursday night on a Friday release or watch it Friday morning or afternoon and have that review ready for Friday because that's when everybody is searching for said content and they want to know if the movie is good enough to go to or not. If you don't have those movie reviews out Friday, Saturday, the latest, you're going to lose the opportunity of all those eyes coming to search on YouTube to find out what Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is like, and they want to get as many points of view as possible. It's no different than Twitch. If you're playing a game like League of Legends and somebody really wants to find a good ADC or a good support or whatever, they're going to go there and they're going to search for that content. If you're playing something like Skyrim, well, there's not many people out there going to be looking for Skyrim. So they are two different mediums, but um, the concept is sort of the same. Yeah, um, on Twitch, so I guess I'll just elaborate a bit and then give my my experience here. So, like, this this would be like a uh, do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do type situation. Um, I'll, I'll be the, the parent here that's, that's accidentally cursed something fierce in front of their kids, and then they're like, but why can't I say fuck? Shut your whore mouth! Do as I say, not as I do! There you so, go. Uh, so yeah, the, when it comes to, when it comes to it, just like Jeff said, and we, like we talked about before, is just, you know, not to repeat absolutely everything, but just to frame what I'm going to talk about is when it comes to being on Twitch and if your goal is to grow your channel and have a shot in hell, first of all, understand that if you're starting from absolute zero, there is going to be a monicum of luck to getting your first few viewers because in in any in any category of game that's you know what you would classify as popular there's going to be a massive list of people playing him and very few people scroll past the first like three waves of images yeah. representing yeah. streams and if you're below that then you're probably in some rough shape um and you need to build up a smaller you know bigger and bigger group of people to get you further and further up any given list. So when you're first starting, that is going to be the shittiest part, is you're going to be streaming for probably zero people for a lot of the time. And then one person's going to come in. And by God, you better be best friends with that one person. And then Amen. the second person comes in and you have a three-way. And then the fourth person comes in and things get awkward. But after that, you just keep going and going and you have to be as active with that tiny ass community as you can so that whenever you are online they come back and it gives you that tiniest better chance of having the next one or two people spot your game and uh, spot your channel and come in there's also a bit of a science with what games to pick in terms of their popularity in being relative to the size of your channel if yep. you are a channel like let's say mine where if i play um solitaire i still will manage to have 60 or so people watching me play solitaire because that's just the 60 people that will show up no matter what i'm doing 
if you're in my category, um, for example, there are some games that you can play that will do basically nothing for you. No matter how much you want them to, no matter how popular they are. Let's take League of Legends for an example. There mm -hmm. are so many people streaming League of Legends that there is a huge depth of people with a really good number of viewers. It takes you a while to get down the list before you're sub 100 people. So if you're sub 100 people and you're trying to crack into the, the range that people will actually have a chance of noticing you, you're probably not going to want to try and do that right out of the gate because you're never going to get noticed. Yep. Case in point also, Jeff, although um, an extreme case because he has a larger following to begin with, if somebody my size went into a community the size of RuneScape, RuneScape on Twitch is a super diehard community, but it's not a, a categorically enormous community. It doesn't take you very long to go down the list before you're hitting numbers that a lot of early streamers have a shot at being recognized or seen and uh, you know have the ability for people to come into the stream. Heroes of the Storm. 26,000 people, something like that. Usually most days, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood, you have a reasonable size stream that gives you a shot at being noticed in somewhere like that. Don't, don't go hunting whales when you're running around with like a toothpick. You need to have something a little bigger to take Moby Dick down. You got to work your way up uh, and give yourself the best chance. And that's if you're being scientific about it. This all sounds yeah. horribly morbid and boring, to be able to sit down and say that, you know, I just wanted to turn on my fucking ca you know, yeah. camera and shit and play some games that I like and do that, please. My, my, here's, here's my ultimate recommendation for people. Fuck everything I just said. Package that up, light it on fire and plant it on your neighbor's doorstep. Knock the door, run away. This is what I want you to do. If you really want to be a streamer, play whatever the fuck you want to play play what you love to play and there's a case to be made for this there is a infinitely smaller chance that you're going to get noticed but when people notice you and show up you are going to be at your happiest your most energetic the most you out of anything that you're going to be able to give unless you are a goddamn champion actor when you're playing a game for the sake of playing it just to grow your channel because you want to have a shot at making the big league if you are playing something that you like and you're being you and you're being happy and everything, that is going to grow your chances of locking down anybody that stumbles across your stream. And they're going to be a way more engaged uh, audience member than people that are just strolling through uh, on one of the more popular games. Again, unless you're an absolute fucking Tom Cruise uh, level. I'm so happy. <laughs> I can't stop smiling. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> well, you know, I played to I, nobody I, on I, iTunes, but I just pulled a Tommy. Yeah, I, 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 I want to agree with Adam, but I, I, I can't agree with him there. If, if, if you, if you want to make a career out of this, the reality is, is you do have to pick play games that are noticeable. In a perfect world, I mean, this is the world that Adam's been living in, um, and and he plays what he wants, and he's very fortunate because he has a fan base from before uh, streaming so that he has that luxury of doing whatever he wants, and he has those fans that will back him up. But the harsh reality of it is this. 
if you do want to make a career out of it, you don't necessarily have to play League. I do agree with what Adam said there. If you go to League of Legends, you have zero viewers. You're never going to get noticed. Uh, oh, just to clarify, what, what I just said there wasn't on the basis of making money. If you want to make oh, money, okay, be a scientist. Well, then, okay, I'm just well, saying. Then, I'm just saying for most for most people yeah, for most people, yeah. just play whatever the fuck you want. And yeah, then yeah, if it, of course, because this is the same advice I give you for YouTube. You know, people say, "What can I do on YouTube to get fucking big?" I said, make some shit that you think is really cool, and if it blows up, you have a shot and fuck. And if not, then you're screwed. Same yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. You know, do it as a hobby. Don't fucking go in thinking you're going to make a whole bunch of money because there is a 99.9% chance that yep. you're not going to make money. Yep. And if it happens. Great. Great. <laughs> thumbs up. But I'm going to but I'm going to tell you, if, if, if you are looking for that chance to make a whole bunch of money, you do need to play something that has some kind of notoriety. And yes. The biggest thing, the biggest thing that you can do is if you do start to get a few viewers, like even if it's five. Go ahead and use the feature, the host feature, and host somebody else with the same amount of viewers as you, or maybe a little bit more. Um, start interacting in other people's channels that are smaller or around your same size, and just be part of the community. Start um, you know, playing games with other streamers your size, creating that, and helping each other grow. If you, go, if you have now 10 viewers, you go to somebody that has 30 viewers and you host them, they're going to really appreciate a 30% bump. Uh, in their viewership and they're going to go wow they're going to give you a shout out and thank you you're going to hang out in their chat for a bit people are either going to be you know super nice to you they're going to go man you should go check this guy out I, you know you'll get a bunch of new followers and you got to work the network that's what you got to do and it is the slow grind I do agree with what Adam said though you have to play a game that you enjoy unless you want to make a career out of playing things you hate and you want to just be a a grouch and that is your stick but beyond that if you're going to do something for 70 hours a week you ought to do something that you like and that's where we'll move on to um sort of another part um where i'm going to kind of co-mingle it we can kind of go all over the place and then this is the last bit of notes i have and then we're just kind of at this point at that point we're we're going oh, shit, we're the fan. so now that we've given you guys like a, a a super quick rundown like super quick um, even though that may have seemed a little long, um, let's talk money and let's talk is streaming and YouTube a job. I have, I can't t tell you how many times I feel like I must defend myself, not only to people in my chat that where I go, yeah, guys, you know, I just, I just worked for, you know, 12 hours when people hear the word work. And play video games. They they th a lot of people cannot that comprehend Venn, that Venn diagram. Never seems to actually cross over for people. No, 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 no. They they're, they they're now, mutually exclusive events. There's work and there's video games. People that <laughs> there are some people that get it that totally get it and they're they're like, yeah, man, you do anything this much, it's fucking work. I don't care what anybody says, and that's the damn truth. But there are some people, and I'm gonna be honest, it's not even just viewers. I have shit like my fucking wife or my mom um, that'll say some snarky shit that it'll, well, you're it'll just actually games. it'll it, it actually pisses me off and I kind of and I'm and I, and it works me up a bit because you know Punch for example mic. for example um, you know Kayla she will come downstairs and she'll like sit on my desk and fucking poke me with stuff. And then I'll have my stream go, you know, why aren't you talking to your wife? Why are you being so rude or whatever, right? And 
you know, I'll usually say hello. How are you doing? This isn't like an off, you know, off. You can't come down here when when I'm fucking streaming type thing. But this isn't socialized time. You know, I don't go to my mom's work or Kayla's work and hang out and do my things. Now, I know it's a little bit different because we're in our home and it's hard even as a streamer or a content provider it's hard to to uh, separate separate home and work okay when i'm here in my in my room and i'm you know doing a auto tune bit and i'm trying to wow a host that came in and i've got my wife standing there at the door asking me you know uh uh you know did i watch big brother yet or something like that you know that those those are the type of things where it's and it's not her fault. And I know I'm bringing up my wife because it's just an example. But even like my mom, for example, um, you know, I go, yeah, I just worked 14 hours. She goes, well, you didn't do it. Stand on your feet all day like I did. Right. And I, and in my mind, I, I'm, I'm going, well, you know, there is truth to that. But at the same time, there's so much more to to streaming or doing YouTube and content, being a content provider than just the act of doing um, there is a lot that goes along with it and not only in this, but any entrepreneur out there that is, that owns a, a lawnmower company that owns a, uh, you know, that's a, uh, have their own law firm, uh, whatever. I don't care if you pick up garbage, uh, in your neighborhood there, it, there's the act of working and then there is the, all of the other things, the stress of, how much am I going to make? Um, you, you typically, when you're your own boss, you need to put in way more hours than a normal person would at a normal nine to five. You know that beautiful like T four or thing that you get from your boss. Well, you got to kind of prepare those things for yourself. You have accountants. You got to hold things out for taxes, and I you got to you you got to keep all your receipts. You got to clock in so many hours. You got to be available all the time because if you're not, people are going to watch somebody else. You got to deal with the criticism. You got to deal with the trolls. You got to deal with uh, other people in your life, family members, and things that that uh, appreciate and are proud of what you've accomplished, but don't respect um, to a lev- to a certain level that this is as dire, if not more dire, than a regular job because the weight of the world is on our shoulders. If, you know, if we're sick and we don't stream, there's no money to be made. You know, if we're sick, we don't we don't create uh, uh, YouTube content or we're not here on this podcast. We're not going to get those Patreon supporters. People are going to start leaving. And you know what? Boohoo me. I'm not crying about this. I'm just telling you the that there is more to this. And I'm very I love and I eat up the business stuff. I love sitting and and pitching to sponsors and sitting there and selling myself and and selling the the package of Lake TV and and showing those things and the amount of work that Adam does putting together presentations and and getting overlays done and and tweaking all the sound things and and doing all these things and at the end of the day with no guarantee that any of it is going to work at all um, and then to have somebody on the other end write you off as you're not working it's absolutely ludicrous. And it's almost it's 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 insulting because at the end of the day, yes, we may not be, uh, you know, a breaking brick or we may not be uh, greeting customers at Walmart. But at the end of the day, we are working 
and you have to have the same amount of respect as for this job as you would any other job and you have to be as disciplined if not more disciplined than anybody else because at a regular job your boss tells you you better be at work at seven and you can leave at three you got a half hour for lunch you clock in you clock out if you're late you get written up you get so many write-ups and you're gone you get this much vacation time you better ask me for that vacation time and this is how it's done and that is called structure and when you're an entrepreneur it doesn't matter what it is You need to have the ultimate discipline in all of those things on the outside. If I want to go to, for example, if I want to go to Jamaica with the wife like I was a couple of days ago, I got to understand I got to pay $4,000 for this Jamaica trip and then I got to take seven days off of streaming. I'm going to lose 300 viewers if I do the math plus the donations, the followers, the not being here for the podcast, giving more uh, work for Adam and Tabin to do. Uh, all these things. So a $4,000 trip then cost me, you know, $6,000 and then I'm behind in work. Now I got to make up on the sponsor posts and I got to do all these things. These are all the things that go through the mind or of, of somebody that wants to succeed and stay successful, or you can just go in. That's why you see so many YouTubers that had massive channels and now they, their, their views are down to nothing. They, they're posting one video here or there, uh, a Twitch streamer that, you know, may have made it big or, or, or have been successful for a couple years. And then they just peer off when their game dies because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to move with the times you get, this is a job. So for those that don't think that this is a job and if you want to get into this sort of thing, you got to treat it as if you would any other job and if not even more. Yeah. I think you just you hit on most all of the points there. I mean it is it is um I I think the the key the key part of all of this is is the whole thing about it being an entrepreneurial venture, right? It is working for yourself uh and creating your own job and your own business and your own brand uh and managing all of those things at once and 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 uh and just that upkeep it's not the it, it, like you said it's not the necessarily the act of you know yeah it can be it can be tiring to to put on your you know the face for the you know, often 8 to 10 hour streams that you do on a daily basis or your 5 days a week or whatever um but it's the stuff that once you turn it off, it's not necessarily like a lot of jobs. And this is not every job because when I, the unfortunate thing when you talk about stuff like this is that people always have a counter. I I, I kind of equate it to um, winter time in Canada, where uh, somebody on the east coast will say, "Oh Lord, tundra Jesus, by we got fucking forty centimeters of snow coming tomorrow. Get out the fucking snowblowers early, boys. It's going to be a real blistering fine Sunday, boy. I tell you." And somebody out in, in like fucking uh, Toronto's like, "Yeah, well, over here we had a fucking whole bunch of shit come down here, but it was like sixty centimeters, and you couldn't see my car, and my my mom was in the hospital. I had to walk both ways uphill, and it was just like." It just, it's everybody's got like more snow than the other guy and shoveling the driveway took them two more hours than the other dude. And it just like, <laughs> it's always this, this battle, this battle. So when you mention you, stuff like this, I, I don't want to cut you off. Can you rejoin Zen? Cause you're a robot for me. I'm sure you're okay for everybody oh, really? else, but you've been, a, yeah, oh, okay. you've been a robot for me for, for a minute. Oh, okay. Just give me a second. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, while, while he's doing that, oh, no.
I told you Zencaster would die. All right, I'm back. Am I okay? You're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like it, I equate it to that. It's it's just people people uh just one up everything. So when you mention stuff like okay, so in the run of a day um for me, you know, if we want to talk about the day in the life of uh, of a of a streamer regardless of the size, it, it all ends up being kind of similar to a point you wake, you know, I'll I'll wake up um, grab something to eat, and then I'm downstairs within. You know, Jeff just changed his lifestyle completely recently, but this, this is going to sound a little, a little different. But before, literally about three weeks ago, this would have been similar for him. And this is life for a lot of streamers too. You get up, you eat. Within an hour or two, or, or two of being awake, at best, you're you're downstairs in the office. Some people, like I did for when I was first streaming. I was literally just eating in front of my computer, my breakfast. I had just rolled out of bed. My bed was in the room I streamed in. I rolled out of bed. I went four and a half feet to my computer desk. And I sat in my chair and I did my stream. Um, and you're and you're there for, you know, eight to 12 hours would be probably um, where most people find the most success is that's the length of time you have to stream. Once you've made it huge, you can get away with a six hour stream and people just yeah. don't give a shit anymore. But in the beginning, you're going to be streaming long ass hours but then after you're done streaming there's a lot of stuff to do that jeff just went over all the stuff that's constantly going through your mind and that stuff chews up even more time it's not something that you get to leave at work and most often you're working from home doing stream anyway so um it's not like you know you go to work you clock out you come home and you leave work behind and then it's it's completely separated you turn off the stream and i feel like a lot of people feel like as soon as you turn off the stream Everything just ends. You just go off and you, you know, you, you watch TV, you go to bed, you do whatever you're doing, but, and, and none of that stuff includes work. When it's usually the opposite of that, I turn the stream off and then I will do work-related shit for like the next two hours and then I will go up and go to bed and usually that's some stupid hour of the morning and, <laughs> and then I get up and I do it all over again. Um, and the, and the separating the work from home thing is almost impossible. I mean, I moved my entire setup down into the basement to get it as far away from my bedroom as I could, because for the longest time, my office was next to my bedroom and it was just, I felt like I literally never left the same yeah. 300 square feet of my home. Uh, <clears throat> and just my world was a bubble this big. Um, and, and it was rough in that, in that way. And we can talk about that too, is if you're going to do this as a job, you know, there is an argument to be made that when you're first starting out, you don't, you, you should, but the vast majority of people of won't respect free time. They'll get this huge honeymoon phase where they will want to just stream literally everything that they do at all times. You did it. I did it. People are still doing it, and it just it creates this horrible culture. So if you're going to do this, and you want to make a job of it, another piece of advice that I have, and I'm sure Jeff would have the same, is it's okay if you're working really long hours. You're going to probably do that. Schedule yourself so that even though you're doing long hours, they are consistent in where those hours happen, so that it gives you an opportunity to do normal ass person shit like sleep and eat properly 
and exercise and get the shit out of the house and go and do your errands and not have to feel rushed about everything, you have to be able to to give yourself an opportunity to still breathe a little because uh, coming from me personally, I'm still trying to pull myself out of that habit from five years ago now. I still can't manage to friggin' do it. Uh, I'm I'm just on this constant thing where I have to be constantly working all the time, and it's the shittiest way to uh, to be because you burn yourself out on a daily basis. So definitely schedule yourself and don't get yourself in some sort of crazy corner uh, and and burn out because then you're really screwed. And both Jeff and I, maybe we can talk about this. Both you and I went through burnout periods in the last, uh, you know, our five years of streaming, YouTube for six years or whatever, five years for streaming. And we both hit like monstrous, I don't know if you want to talk about yours or not, but monstrous burnout periods where there was like health scares and shit um, involved in that. And that's still a pretty common thing as well for other streamers. So I don't know if you wanted to talk about what that was like and what led up yeah. to that. Yeah, and I mean, this is all self-inflicting. So, you know, I don't want to sound yeah. like a crybaby. And, and, and that's no, it the, is self-inflicted. It's all self-inflicting, but it's it's kind of like any other addiction, right? It's um, For me, I was, I, was, I was addicted to growth. Um, I was addicted to uh, making money. Um, you know, I was addicted to um, validation. Um, all those, it was kind of the three things sort of packaged in one where I just, every waking hour I wanted to be streaming. Um, and I felt as though I would feel guilty if I took a day off. And, and I was like, you know, I, and I still go through, I can honestly say now it's much different because I've, I've achieved a lot of the things that I wanted to, to do in life. Um, obviously there's so much more that I, that I want, but I'm, I'm older now too. So I'm 30 years old and I'm married. I've been married for a couple of years. So my way of thinking now, and I've learned a lot from those burnouts and those mistakes that I've made from the past, would I trade them for anything? No, I think they were a great learning experience. And with all that burnout did come success because I ultimately did put myself into those positions to, to get to where I'm at today. But when you do burn out, and you burn out bad, which I had a couple of years ago where it just took over everything. Like I was salty all the time. Um, my relationship at home, like I was hard to approach. Um, and it wasn't because I was mad. It was just because I was, I don't want to say depressed because I don't think I've ever been depressed. I, I think people use that word a little bit too much because, you know, there's some real depression out there. But I was really, I was at that doorstep where I was feeling sorry for myself, you know, I didn't get to do anything, and my body was, you know, I was getting skinny fat, and I didn't feel as attractive as I was before when I was active and working out, it was a combination of getting older, my metabolism slowing down, and just not doing anything, um, my priorities were just mainly get in front of the computer and entertain people and, and grow and um, continue to further my family, and and that was great, you know, those are good good things to have, but balance is definitely key. And when I had that big burnout, I was I was sick, like I was bedridden. Um, I I didn't want to leave the the bed. Uh, I had to go to the doctors. I thought I might have had cancer. Um, I was waking up in cold sweats. I um, was I was aching in places. I was getting paranoid. Um, 
it was weird, man. It was just some weird shit. And when I went to the doctor and they did ultrasounds on all, like, my entire body, um, they were like, there's nothing wrong with you, dude. You are fucking stressed the fuck out. And I was. I was so stressed because I was worried that, you know, and I had, I had purchased a home and, and I was like, you know, am I going to be able to continue this this run and pay for this place? You know, um, what is what is my family or my friends going to think of me if this doesn't work out? Um, and, and, and seeing this, other people in my life kind of have this, um, it's a cursing and it's a, it's a blessing at the same time. Like I have friends that really look up to me and I, I, I value that. Um, I've always stayed very humble and very modest. Um, I, I, I've always treated my friends the same as I had before all of this. And I, I make an effort now to, cater to my friends as much as I can. Um, I invite them over for monthly UFC nights and I, I just try and stay grounded as much as I can. It's not like I'm some sort of huge superstar or anything like that, but it's more for me because I know how I am. And if it wasn't for people like my wife and my friends, I highly doubt that I would have continued to go down the right path. You know, if I didn't have someone like Adam to kind of keep me in check when I need to be kept in check um, and, and have, you know, have people that are dependent upon me. Like they, they, I, I, you know, I have to be here on Fridays. I have, I have certain things. And if I didn't, you know, where would I be? What would I be doing? Um, so these are all kind of good things, but I just, at a couple of years ago, I just let it all, um, I let it all pile up and then I let it get out of control. And I was barely streaming for a month. Um, I think I probably put in maybe 130, 140 hours and I was just like, I was beat people, pe- people could see right through it. They're like, dude, you need, you need to take a break. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, I just fucking took so much time off and, uh, you know, I'm losing a bunch of subs and I'm losing, um, you know, this is my lowest income for the year. And, and, you know, and I, and it was just, it's crazy how it takes over, um, not eating right, not eating during the day, just sitting in front of the computer for eight hours and, and just being a zombie. Uh, of course, there's going to be days where you're not going to want to do this. It's it's no different than I'm sure there's so many people right now that are their own business owner that can relate to all of these feelings um, and just kind of having the, the entire weight of the world on your shoulders. And even though it is as something as fun and and just you know, it's fun as playing games. You know, you would think when you come downstairs, you turn on your computer and you play games that, you know, life is perfect, you know, shit, man. And it is damn good. Like, (laughs) you know, life is damn good. I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer guys. I'm fucking pumped. I have an awesome life. I, I, you know, the, the people that are listening to the podcast right now, uh, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Fucking Patreon blew up in two months. The love is real. Without you guys, I'm a fuck boy that is working at Swiss Chalet, and that's the show. And there's nothing wrong with that, but man, have I got a taste of the good life, and I never want to go back. Like it, and that's you know another part of the motivation. the The life I live is awesome. I mean, look at my fucking room, dude. 
Look at my room. I got a wall of retro games. I got fucking Dragon Ball Z statues behind me. I've got a fucking bar in the other room. Some really cool nifty seats. I've got two streaming rooms. I've got fucking a thousand square feet of my fuckery. And it's amazing. It's the dream. When I was 15 years old, I used to just dream about having my own man cave like this. And I got it. I fucking got it. And it's awesome. So don't for a second think that it's all bad. It's really not. But man, when it gets bad, bro, it fucking sucks. It is like, (laughs) and you can't, there's not many people that you can relate to, that you can talk to, that you can get things off your chest unless you go to a shrink. And I've been there. You know, I've been there. I used to, for four years, I used to go to therapy twice a week. A lot of people don't know that, but I used to go every Tuesday night and Sunday morning. And I used to go and I had therapy and it would be twice a week and it was awesome. I could just dish it out and and that was that was my that was my thing. And I needed that for I just needed it. And it's it's just a dark, dark place. When you submit your entire life to this, there has got to be some kind of balance, not only for your loved one, if you if you have a significant other, but for yourself. Most importantly, if you do not take time, even if, dude, I and I told Adam this, I will lit in the mornings now, I eat breakfast and I go and I just go places. I'll like go to Value Village, like a thrift store, and I'll walk around and I'll look to see if there's any new blazers in or see if they have any video games. Tomorrow morning, I'm waking up at 6.30 to go to yard sales, you know, to make some YouTube content and have some fun at the same time. Uh, I go to the gym. You know, these are all things that I just started recently doing and committing to. And the sad truth of it is the only reason why I'm doing this now is because I'm successful enough that I know I'm going to take a fucking massive hit for taking my own time, but I can afford to do it now. And I just, I, you know, and it's not even like Adam and I don't still bust our asses in terms of producing content. It's just instead of 80 hour weeks, it's 70, you know, I'm, it's just like I take, you know, 10 hours of, of, of the week to, to do nothing. And, you know, some people, when you come home from work, your do nothing is to watch us. Or your do nothing is to, you know, watch your favorite reality show. Or, you know, go to ujiz.com and have a nice fap session. Or whatever <laughs> the case may be. For me, it's literally fuck all. Put on a podcast, run on a treadmill, uh, go get sushi and sit by myself, go see a, a late night movie by myself. That's my thing, and I need that, and I'm a much happier person and a better entertainer when I am feeling good about my day and feeling like I've done something other than this. Yeah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. I'm still stuck on the other side of the fence. I'm still working my way over to the other side of the fence right now. Join me, Uh, Adam. You know, well, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> I need to make. I need. To, I need to make enough money first, and then I'll worry about gonna, about getting yo, there. Yo, Patreon, pa- Patreon, Patreon. Uh, sell out, sell out goal. Yeah, yeah. Taking sell time goal. for ourselves, money. Getting, <laughs> <laughs> get us to this, and Adam can go Adam, to the go gym to the again. gym. Money, go to the gym. 
Um, but yeah, you know, that's, it sounds crazy that you'd have to, that you, you have to say, I just need to, uh, you know, take time to do nothing, but it's, it's, it's absolutely the, the truth and people get trapped up, especially with the whole streaming thing with video games is they get trapped in the whole, well, you know, first of all, games used to be my hobby. Now it's my job. And so if I'm just playing a game and I'm not streaming it, why aren't I just turning the stream on and playing the game on stream? You know, you can't even sit down and play games anymore without having the nagging urge to actually turn the stream on and stream it because it's just wasted time is how your brain registers it nine times out of ten. And so, uh, you know, it is it is a silly thing sounding uh, to, to say, but it's uh, 100% true. And if you are going to try and get into this for the love of God, start early. Working long hours is fine. Um, lots of people have to work long hours, but uh, you will be more, like Jeff said, more entertaining and more sane if you try and take some time to yourself, uh, and, uh, and do that earlier, do that earlier on. Yeah, it really is. And there's a fine line and, and that's the other side of the spectrum is we have all this freedom. And so don't think that you can then, you know, go on vacation when you want and stay out and, and do you know, whatever, whenever, because at any time you can go stream. You still have to be ultra committed. You almost have to, you know, put in that 70-hour week to allow yourself the 10 hours of freedom. Um, You still have to have that mentality of ain't nobody going to write your paycheck but you. You need to go and get it done, and you have to, you know, give it your all while you're there because if you half-ass it, and there are many of days where I half-ass it. I mean, people see it. I get, I'm cranky. People see it, but you know, when, when, when you're online and you're doing this all the time, you know, when we're on a podcast, we're excited. We only do this once a week. We're, yeah, we're, we're, of course. we're uppity, you know, even if I'm, I, I might, I might not look it this. cause I'm just half asleep all the time, but, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, this is good. This is good. I like, I like yeah, just like, talking like this is different. So this is nice yeah. and we've got this energy and it's great. But if you come to our stream, you know, you go to Adam's stream and he's been live for 10 hours and he's been playing some shitty game. Um, and you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, Donald Trump just won something else. You know, the tone might be very different. <laughs> and, and it's because when you're in front of people all the time, they're going to eventually see you not in your finest light. And as long as you're not in that state for the majority of the time, people understand, but you still got to kind of put on a face. You know, even if you wake up in the morning, you're not doing the greatest. You had a fight with a with your spouse or uh, you're just feeling like shit or you're ultra tired. You got to kind of still put on a face. You, you still got to. You know, now look yourself this. in the mirror and just give um, yourself imagine, that pep imagine, talk. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine this. So before, before Twitch and when we were just doing YouTube and, and whatnot, and I was working in a normal nine to five office job in the marketing department, online marketing manager, everything was lovely. Uh, and it was that classic because it was a privately owned old company. So it was like the stereotypical you see in the movies, the boss doesn't know your name, tells you, uh, says, hey, Bob, when your name is Frank, like nobody knows who the fuck you are. You just show up, you do your shit, you go home. That was the environment, right? So it was like that classic, uh, almost like fight, it was a fight club that he like, uh, where he's working in the, and he hits him with the keyboard. That's fight, fight club, uh, right? Uh, was that fight club? Or was it something else? Yeah. You know the scene I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's the like slow motion and the fucking and like, keys. And the keys say that, fuck you I'm, or whatever. I think it might be Fight Club. I think it might might be Fight Club. Somebody will was say that it. something? Wanted. Was wanted. 
Oh, that okay, was wanted. there you go. Okay. Wanted. There okay. you have it. Yeah. So yeah, so you guess same yeah, that's just 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 shit kind of working environment. So people normally when they get really tired and they wake up in the morning, be like roll over, they have a significant other and they'd be like, I really I can't face my boss today. I can't put up with this shit today. I just can't do it. I'm just so tired and fucking sore and cranky and I'm sick and I just can't do it. And it's the and it's the thought of having to to go into work and have to put on a face for the people in your office. Now stay with me on this. Imagine that. But then doing that in a live streaming environment in front of a couple hundred to thousands of people for where where you don't have a cubicle. It's not it's not it's not Susie from accounting strolling by your cubicle and and talking to you for 10 minutes when you don't want to talk to Susie from accounting for 10 minutes because you're in the middle of doing your work and you just want to go the fuck home because you're tired and cranky. It's you have a camera pointed at you at all times and you're there for 8 to 10 hours and you have hundreds or more people watching you and you have to do that for that period of time. That's the kind of fuckery that live streaming can be And so it's really, and I've done both now, so I can tell you unequivocally, there have been times where I miss an office job because Mm -hmm. honest to God, the vast majority of office jobs and even the manual labor work I've done, nothing has stressed me out more than having a rough day and knowing I have to go on camera for like eight plus hours. Nothing has come close. Um, everything else pales in, in comparison. And so when streamers are having a really bad day, here's something that I'll, I'll do because I, or I'll say, because it's something I do is, um, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to have the biggest stream on Twitch. If I did, I'd probably be tackling what I'm doing in a little bit different of a, of a fucking way than I'm doing it right now. I stopped giving a fuck a really long time ago, like aeons ago. If somebody comes in and they see that I'm in a bad mood, there is a culture on Twitch. And we'll talk about this because after this we'll go on the break. Let's talk about what what it's like to be in front of people for that long and what, it, what the interaction with chat and everything and a community management perspective is like uh, after we do a break here. But somebody will come in and they'll, and they'll see that I'm having a bad go. They haven't been here to know why I'm having a bad day. They don't know if it's the game that pissed me off. They don't know if it's something that happened in real life that that pissed me off or has got me, you know, beat up and I'm bringing it to the stream that day and I can't hide it as well. And they will see it and then try and play to it to get a reaction for their entertainment value. And that's actually a cultural thing on Twitch. Salt is a fucking cultural thing on Mm -hmm. Twitch where Mm -hmm. people find it more entertaining to watch somebody be pissed off all the time because it's the whole, what is it called in German, schadenfreude or whatever, where it's like getting entertainment value from seeing somebody in a shittier situation than yourself. It's like America's Funniest Home Videos when dad gets hit in the fucking nutsack by a golf club (laughs) or some shit. You know, you're like, that's not my testicles. (laughs) (laughs) Get Get fucked. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same idea, but it's so much worse than that because it's a direct it's a you can you look at it as a streamer and you and and you know the person is trying to get a rise out of you 
And there are some days you can't help but oh, just bite I, and oh, fucking let oh, go. And and you're here for a long time. You just give you stop giving fucks and you just fucking slay them. And, and, I'm and the it's hardest. shitty because yeah, go ahead. I'm the hardest on people that have been around forever that know better because they know better. That's that's those are the people that like re, that actually that it actually pisses me off. Like the randoms that come in, I'm I'm just like whatever. But it's the people that have been around forever that I say once it's been like once every two weeks now where it, they'll just get me at a bad time after a bad run of games or some shit like that, and I'll just fucking lay it out there. And of course, you know, at the end of it, you know, I, and I like to think of us as a big family. At the end of it, you know, I, I, I'm usually apologizing, be like, guys, I'm just in a bad mood. You know, it is what it is, because um, I can just be that honest with people now. Because once again, like you, it's just I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, you know, a few years ago, you know, even I, I say a few, but like five years ago, um, I I would want to uh, please everybody. You know, I didn't want anybody upset. You know, if one person in my chat yeah. said. Yo, I can't hear you. Can you turn up your mic and be like, oh, yeah, no, no, no problem, no problem. And I turn up my mic and be like, everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? It's so loud now, right? You know, I, I would be that type of guy. But now it's like I've been doing it so long that I've become jaded in a way. And I've just, you, there comes a point where you, you're you just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You don't want to be here. Eat a dick. Get out of here. Like, I'm I'm going to sleep just as good tonight. With all like no no disrespect, but just fuck off. Like I, I you you know that that's that's literally what it goes through my mind. Now, if it's actual constructive criticism, or if people have a reason to be mad at me, then if I have that same mentality, then that's on me. I got to check my ego, and, well, and I got to sure, I got to but... take that back. And then and usually I know when I've done wrong, yeah. um, and I have in the past, and I have messaged people and unbanned them and shit, and be like, listen, dude, you got me yeah. at a wrong time. I shouldn't have done that. Um, it's rare, but I, it definitely happens, but the majority of the time it's warranted and, uh, you know, there's, and then there's other big streamers that they don't really acknowledge it because at the end of the day, there's, there's so many people, it's whatever. They also, you know, it's, they also don't even have their chat up 90% yeah, of the time. They, there's yeah, they literally, like whatever, I can tell right? you that here's, you want to know a pro secret as to why some of these bigger streamers are sane other than the fact that they're printing their own money. They don't read chat. It literally isn't up. Period. Even the chats that are in subscriber-only mode, if you think they're reading them, guess what? Pro tip, they're not reading them. They're, they're not seeing it. <laughs> at best, at best, if you have a bigger channel, what happens is it will be sub-only mode, and then there are mods that are pulling relatively interesting shit and sending messages directly to the streamer, and that's his comp. That's, that's literally the line. It's a somebody's cherry-picking and sending it on, and then they aren't looking at the rest of it to keep their own fucking sanity. That's how yep. it goes. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah, for, for me, when I see somebody's doing it and they're doing it knowingly that they're trying to get a rise out of me or make me feel shittier, I just don't have the patience for it anymore. I insta-ban. I, I just don't even care. And I, and <laughs> it's a there's no, get fucked. It's, it's that. It's like, it's like, look, bro, I'm already having a shit day. I don't, I don't need you making my life worse. I don't, even if it's, even if it's just for entertainment value, like I never understood, I, maybe it's cause I'm not the type of guy. I don't, I don't like, 
It's not like I'm gonna go to a like like a Neptune theater play here in Halifax like I do occasionally once a year for like a Christmas play and somebody mm-hmm. on stage is going through the routine and I just take my bottle of fucking sixty dollar Dasani water and I just fucking hop at it at their fucking <laughs> sixty dollar Dasani water. <laughs> <laughs> just get fucked. Like and just uh, do it knowingly a pistol like like I've never been the guy that will do something to intentionally make somebody feel worse. Like why would you fucking do that to somebody? It's the internet. It's the internet, bro. I know. So and so, as it stands, as soon as that happens, instant ban. Gone. Yeah. I've banned my mods. There have been mods, a, ca- a handful of oh, mods yeah. over the years, that I've unmodded and insta-banned perma-ban, and they yeah. email me, and they're all, Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Tough shit, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're an adult. You're most of the people in my, especially in my stream, I skew older. So there's people in like their 40s watching me, like uh, the groups of people in their 40s and shit. And they're sitting in, in there, and they and or they're like somebody in their late 20s, <laughs> and they're an ad, they're a grown ass fucking person, and they do that shit. I have no sympathy Funny. for you. Go watch somebody else. I just ban you know, you know somebody. You know somebody's in trouble. Like on my stream, when a when a sub gets banned, people are going, oh. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh Oh, God, they spent four ninety nine. Get fucked." Yeah, and And then I get a message. You know, I gave you five dollars, motherfucker. I have the right to call you a (laughs) tryhard. I I I bought my tickets. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, that's, it's that's, fun. That's what happens. So the other moral of the story, guys, when you uh, when you become a streamer and, and a YouTuber, get have thick skin because eventually, you know, we did have really thick skin at the start, and as as we get older, the you know, just like in real life, your skin gets frail. It gets fucking. You know, the shit rips easy, you bruise easy, and you're just like, fuck, man, these bruises are lasting a lot longer than they used to. They're sticking and then around. eventually you become an old, jaded fuck like us, and you start a podcast, and you just, you have a little yep. freestyle podcast, and you just kind of vent and talk about the the wonderful world of, of being a streamer and a YouTuber and how awesome it is. We're going to take a break, because we're, we're going on, and yep. but when we come back, I want to talk money. I want to talk okay. the green I want to okay. talk about this because there's a lot of people out there that have a misconception on how much money uh, content providers are making uh, and the process in which uh, it takes to receive said money and how unreliable and 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 well, it's it's I mean, it, it's reliable for me. There's a whole bunch of stuff we can we can talk about there. Oh, for yeah. Sure. The fluctuation of it. Uh, is just so huge. Um, So we're going to talk about the green because, you know, I'm notoriously the guy that's a sellout, right? I'm notoriously the guy that, you know, there's that there's that thing that uh, I just quoted on on uh, Facebook and and Twitter. It was one of these fire Drake lines where like they're all they're they're all rooting for you on your way up. But when you you know, when When you you get get there, there. They don't they 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 want to see you fall like they you know they yeah. don't they like you on your journey but they hate on you when the you rise. get there on yeah, the rise yeah. but once you're there that's when the that, that's when the hate comes so we're gonna talk about yep. some cash uh, what sure. kind of money do boom, these streamers boom. make I'll talk about how I'm not making any <laughs> I've, got, I've got all I'll my talk. taxes filed right I'll here boys oh, I can bring shit. them up oh you're I'm making idiot. Trump jealous mm, Trump you got this Trump. You got ah. this, Trump. But yeah, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk money after the the break. But uh, speaking of money, it's time for that sellout. 
Yes. So uh, we're going to go to that that uh, cello push. Make sure on iTunes to give us a rating if you so choose. We'd love to have you uh, give us a rating. It goes a long way uh, to help us fighting the good fight against the 85,000 podcasts that IGN has on iTunes that clog up every top 10 list on the entire service. We've made it a couple times. I believe we can get back on those lists again. We just need your continued support, spreading the word, telling somebody about the podcast whenever you have the opportunity, and giving us those ratings goes the longest way. And was, of that course, on over was that retro versus? Was that retro versus versus retro versus? Patreon was it five five dollars for the retro versus. Let me tell you something about just five star content. It's worth it. It's definitely You're yo, get in on that. We've already got two new Patreons during this podcast. We got to be doing Boom. something. We got to be doing something. We're getting close Boom. to that five k mark, dude. We are. We're getting well, close. I'm, I, the, we're getting close, but on the back of one individual, <laughs> one individual, <laughs> beast all the god, beast all the god. But yeah, we'll we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Time for a little bit of sellout, and uh, when we return, we talk the green. Sit tight. Mm. Hey guys, if you're enjoying Technical Alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us, help you, help us, and you. We've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live streamed every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash technicalalpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people. And really, more people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly, though, while we like to joke about the sellout, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It is time... It is time to talk about money. Money, 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 money. Mmm. I can't. I hate. I. You know. I. I love to hate on Trump, but I can't lie. I watched the shit out of that show when it first came on TV. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop didn't? watching it. It was who so didn't? entertaining. Just you know, just watching that show was a, uh, was a good time. Uh, but yeah, we are we are back, and we're going to talk about. Uh, the green stuff, um, you know, in terms of uh, uh, realistically, how much money you can you can make in in this line of work, um, where the sources of that income are, because it's people tend to have a skewed idea of where the majority of income uh, for for this kind of uh, job actually comes from, mm-hmm. and then whatever else comes up in the in the meanwhile because like we've already said we've got no script we've got no script just, today this we're is we're just going with it we're just going with it so uh i'll let i'll let you start with this because because uh, you have you have this is your last note i believe on your page yeah uh so i'll let i'll let you uh kick this off and uh i'm going to enjoy this two bite brownie hit me up with that collab two bite brownies oh so jealous bro oh my god i've been craving ice cream mm. and brownies so much Damn, that yep. looks good. Yeah, oh, it's... it's. <laughs> Let uh, me tell you a little uh, something about deliciousness. Oh, my goodness. Just delicious. 
All right, mm. so but I'm cut uh, like a bag of milk, so you got one up on me on that. Mm. <laughs> so the 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 topic the topic of money it's 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 obviously nobody really likes talking about money. Um, it's I mean to a lot of people it's it's very personal and it is. Um, you know you're not typically not going to walk around and and tell people you know this is how much money I make or whatever. It doesn't matter how big or how small. Um, majority of people that make a shit ton of money feel awkward to even talk about money because um, they know that in the grand scheme of things, uh, most people just can't even relate to the amount of money they make. And so if they even complain about any type of money at all, um, they just come off as a douche um, or some kind of arrogant asshole um, that has a bunch of money, even though that may not be what they think. And then most people that are broke um, have a always have a person or a thing that they most people, not all, but most people always kind of point at this is the reason why I have a shitty job or this is the reason why I'm in this position financially or whatever the case may be. It's usually the blame game. And the people sort of in the middle are like, I'm content, you know, bills are paid, car in the driveway, roof over her head, kids got clothes on her back, you know, just enough money saved up for the family vacation, and everything is cool. So there's kind of three different spectrums. Uh, it's sort of the same thing in streaming, um, where you've got guys that are just starting out um, that are not making really any money. The The main source of their income is fully driven on the support of their community, flat out. I mean, um, now, you know, Twitch got the affiliate thing, so some people can get the bits and and whatnot. Um, I don't really think that's going to give them a whole lot of money. I don't think that's really going to change their position financially because the people that were going to donate were just going to do it via PayPal and have their Twitch alert pop up and get their props that way. Um, you know, the, the bits is obviously just, it's encouraging for the streamer and it's that extra, it's that next step and it's always a good thing. But um, typically those smaller streamers, they are usually 100% reliant on community support. I know a few streamers that are in that window. I won't drop any names, but I know a few streamers that are just at that, at that stage where they may be Adam's size of a stream, but they don't have Adam's loyalty in terms of his fan base, um, and the people that view him because Adam has been entertaining and he's got all these things that he's been working towards so many years and people years are, of it, yeah. yeah, people are attached <clears throat> to Adam. They want to see him keep succeeding and they want to uh, help him achieve his goals and, and they want him to be available for their entertainment. A lot of people that even are Adam size in terms of stream, uh, you know, with a hundred to 200 viewers, um, if you really think about it and they don't have that connection, the only money that they're really going to make is if they have a sub button, which I guess if you have that sort of viewership, you'll, you'll qualify for. So even if say you have a hundred viewers, say you get 20 subscribers, you know, uh, Twitch is going to take 50% of that. Um, it's not a whole lot of money. And then you've got, you're, you're basically dependent upon donations. I mean, that is literally, um, that that's going to be your main source of income. And of course there is no way to know. I mean, you could, you know, every, uh, usually the, any type of streamer has got a couple of people or one person, depending on your size, that is, you know, well off. They, you know, you're entertaining the hell out of them. 
and they're just throwing money at you and they, you know, they they appreciate everything you do and it's no sweat to them. Um, and so usually uh, those type of streamers, they are almost relying on those individuals to show up um, and and chip in when they can without, of course, you know, asking for it because that's very rude. Um, but just kind of being available and 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 hoping um, that that's the that's the case. Typically, those type of streamers though they have side jobs, so that isn't really their their main focus. It's the ones that um, that have taken the leap of faith and they weren't necessarily ready to make the leap uh, where they become fully dependent on that, and it becomes very driven um, because if they don't if they don't make money, they're 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 gonzo. Um, and that's just the reality of it. And and on a side note, when I when I first started uh, streaming full time, um, or when I quit my day job, I had about five thousand dollars in the bank saved up, and so I was as realistic as I um, could be. You know, uh, if if shit hit, I mean, five thousand dollars is a lot of money. And seeing as though I lived in a five hundred dollar a month apartment building, and Kayla also lived with me, so she also had a job. You know, if this didn't work out, I would have had at least, you know, six months to kind of you know, get on my feet and find another job or go back to my old job or, or really just give it a good college try. Um, so you kind of want to have that that thing. Um, and then there's sort of the next step uh, of streamer that now does have a fair amount of subs and they're making like enough money that they would be if they had a regular job. Um, and and that's that's sort of the dream for a lot of people um is to is to make enough money to support yourself and have fun and that is i mean everybody can kind of agree with that um not only in streaming but just in life in general if you can have a job and support yourself and your family and you enjoy going to work every day or most days obviously we talked about the bad days but most days we enjoy doing what we do it's it's a great job um, that's the dream. Everybody wants that. You know, anybody out there right now that's working a shit job, just know you can have your dream job, but you always have to work the shit job before the dream job. And, uh, you just kind of have to have goals and, and keep working towards those and being realistic. So for those people, um, they're living the dream, right? They're, they're living, they're living the dream. Uh, and then, you know, there is the, the next level where there are people now that are, have fairly big success um, where they're making more money than what they would normally be making at a nine to five. Um, and then there is the next uh, level where they're doing they're printing their own money. They're printing their own money. Um, well, I, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't say they're. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, they're they're pretty much they're printing, printing their own money. money. They're printing their own money. And then there is the step above that where. Um, they're the factory in which the money gets printed. So, yeah. um, and and there's probably about ten streamers um, that are kind of at in that, that category. In that category, and as for YouTube, I mean, there there are you know thousands of of streamers out there that are are printing money. Um, but there are like you know the top seven that are making millions and millions of dollars a year. I think like uh, yeah. Forbes just came out like PewDiePie was like seven million. Uh, Husky's girlfriend or fiance or whoever the 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 nubby girl or whatever she was like nerdy nummies nerdy nubbies she was like four or five million um uh Mark Laplier, whatever his name is he is like six million or some shit 
So, you know, you've got those guys, but those are the megastars of YouTube. That's like having your own TV show. When you really think about it, like PewDiePie, somebody that is getting, you know, 200 million views a month or something crazy. I don't even know what it is. I mean, that is like smoking the shit out of most primetime TV shows. Like the amount of like destroying them. Like we're talking, you know, there are streamers that stream that get more viewership than like Monday night or Sunday, Sunday football. You know what I mean? Like in the run of a day. Um, which was always, which is always why the not to side, not to derail this whole thing, but which is always why uh, people undervalue their uh, themselves in this space. Is that if you took uh, and you did a, a a TV show and they did a million views for an episode, that's like the top five percent of TV right there. Uh, the amount of money to have a 30 second ad run Huge. on a million dollar plus, you know, or a million view plus TV show is fucking astronomical. And on top of that, it's not a hell of a lot less likely that, or more likely that they're going to see that on TV versus seeing it on YouTube. Uh, and the, the amount of that people pay for those eyeballs is tiny. And so people get caught up in this thing of undervaluing themselves. But anyway, you could go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if people are taking full advantage of, you know, sponsorships and and, uh, like demographics and and, uh, subs and ad revenue, um, all those things, I mean, you're you're talking millions, uh, millions and millions of dollars. And I think that's where a lot of people, um, they come to, I mean, even my stream, And they assume that uh, not everybody, I mean, obviously, but, you know, they they go and see somebody. I don't want to name drop anybody because I don't want to I don't like talking money and and naming people. But they go they go to a different stream that is 20 times my size and Mm. uh, they they, they see how much money this person is generating. uh, And then they just assume that, you know, everybody's making that kind of money. You know, you're on YouTube and they're like, dude, you know. Um, you know, for example, when I just bought my new car, um, which is a very expensive car and it's pretty uncharacteristic for me to spend that kind of money, um, unless I'm buying property, uh, where I have been dumping all of my dirty esports money over the last six years, um, uh, because I'm very, very aware that this job won't last forever. And so I need to have a contingency plan, uh, contingency plan to, um, potentially, you know, uh, spin out of eventually spin out of it uh out of it full time i always think i'll do something i always think i'll stream and entertain especially this podcast you know i can be 40 yeah, years yeah. old and and talk on a microphone um but in terms of being able to continue to live this lifestyle that i live it's not like i live a, f- a lavish lifestyle but i normally don't make those sort of purchases so ultimately when i bought the car that i did um, people just assumed at that point, like, holy fuck. And that was another reason why I didn't really want to tell many people about the car. But at the same time, I'm doing videos about it and it's going to be, you know, I'm excited. It's like it's it's one of those things that um, you want to share your successes um, with with the people that helped you get to where you're at. But you want to do it in a way that doesn't come come off arrogant or uh, or showboating, um, you know, uh, that sort of thing. You know, for for me, it was the reason why I was able to get a car like that or be able to afford a home like the one that I have 
is because I was smart with my money for many, many years. Um, I had made every mistake in the book from age 17 or 18 when I went to university all the way to about 22 just before I started doing this with Adam and even a little bit during um, uh, during the whole leg TV thing. It's it's all about um, and I don't want to I don't want to get this into like, you know, a whole like financial stream. But for me, it was it was more of of investing, investing a lot of my money um, in, in putting it uh, into real estate or, you know, uh, retirement or, or, you know, um, you know, mutual funds or, or whatever. Right. Um, even though I know there'd be some people that don't like them, but, um, whatever it was, is I was able to, I basically what I'm trying to say, cause I'm trying to word it in a way that, it, um, that I'm comfortable. Cause I, I don't really like talking about it, um, all that much, is I I lived well under my means for so long that I'm now able to treat myself to something that I had no business buying years ago that I could have done, and I had absolutely no business. It would be just the dumbest, most dumb thing ever that I was able to do that that sort of thing today. And that's something that a lot of streamers struggle with, is a lot of streamers start making really good money, and I've had this discussion with many of them, and they don't know what to do with it, or they don't know how to file taxes, or they don't know um, what to write off. And that's another thing that we can uh, get into because that's all part of the game as well um, is, is writing things off. But what I'm trying to say is in terms of making money, there's many avenues. There's sponsorships, there's ad revenue, there's subscribers, and there's donations. The majority of the money that I make come from my donations, my subs, and my sponsors. Ad revenue is like whatever. Um, and depending on the, the sponsor, it's whatever. Um, the majority of it does come from the support of you guys. So, you know, every like, you know, for example, the Technical Alpha podcast, um, you know, it's, it's at over 4000 bucks. Um, I get a cut. Adam gets a cut. Uh, Panic gets a cut. Patreon gets a cut. The government gets a cut. And when you start cutting all that stuff down, um, it, it, it becomes smaller and smaller. But at the end of the day, without that, we would not be able to continue to do, and not just the Patreon, but I'm just talking about support in general, uh, we would not be able to have the job that we have, and that is hopefully to entertain uh, you guys. Yeah, it's um, it is it is, and I can understand, you know, why you wouldn't want to talk too much about it because it is a difficult thing. There's there's like this weird. If there was a graph for it, there's like a point of no return where as soon as you cross over this 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 section of public notoriety and how much money you make, um, when you start talking about you know the things that you're buying or 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 you know trips you're going on or. Um, you know, whatever it does, it takes almost nothing. And there, there's a, a huge amount of scrutiny that can come along with that, yeah. uh, yeah. where you do feel like you have to defend yourself. And so sometimes it's often the, the case where you just don't talk about it. So you don't have to defend yourself, but at the same time that like you said, you know, just to tie it into what you just said at the very end there, almost all of the money comes from just direct support from, uh, the people that are listening to this podcast or watching this live stream or seeing it on YouTube, um, it's the people that are, are putting the, you know, that, that are watching it. It doesn't necessarily have to be 
monetary support. It's the people that are watching it, but it's also the people that are subscribing and donating are the two biggest things, at least on Twitch, of, uh, of, of where your income comes from. And so when people are that invested in you, um, you want to be able to share with them what their support over the years is providing you and allowing you to do with your life and your family and, and everything else. You want to be able to show them, hey guys, look, you took me from here and now we're here and we're going here um, if we keep this going. And people, people love to be um, uh, kept up to date on that and they like to be part of it. But when you do that, for the people that haven't been around in your stream for a long time, although some people that are in the stream for a long time can, can sometimes be the biggest critics because they say, oh, you're so much different than you used to be now that you're making all this money. Uh, but usually it's somebody that's not been a part of the community for a long period of time, sees you talking about these things and doesn't, you know, hasn't been there for the story that has led up to that. You know, they, yeah. they opened the choose your own adventure book. They got to the first page and said, <laughs> turn to page like 67 and they just fucking said, fuck all this and went straight to the back of the book and, uh, and went there. Um, you know, the, and, and they, they go, well, what the fuck, man? Why are you uh, a common thing that I know you get right now is, you know, why is Jeff pilfering off this podcast? He's already making all this money. He just bought this expensive car. Patreon's at $4,000. What more does this guy fucking want from the world? How much money does this guy fucking need? And that's the unfortunate view that a lot of people take with that stuff. Um, and it, and it, and it hits streamers and, and YouTubers harder than other celebrities because there is a far greater connection, uh, yes. between the entertainer and the, the viewer than there is in other mediums. And so, uh, with, with that, with that closeness comes, um, this weird this level of thinking yeah. entitlement, but also thinking that they know everything behind the scenes and 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 so there's this weird awkward relationship that makes it worse nobody complains about you know uh movie stars like robert downey downey jr making 50 million dollars for a single movie nobody everybody goes fuck yeah robert downey let's go iron man get Stan that money. Lee, get it like yeah you did good job but then like but there's no there's no connection with Robert, you know, with Robert Downey. They're like they don't know Robert Downey, or they don't. They haven't had a conversation like we would with people in chat right now. We could just randomly pull somebody and start having a conversation, uh, conversation with them, or we play games directly with them. There's a, like a, a closeness there that they don't get, and so people don't. Uh, not everybody, but a lot of people don't see it the same way, and it and it comes back at you. So I can understand why you wouldn't want to talk about it. I, on the other hand, like many things in life. I just don't give a fuck. I literally just don't give a fuck. I I can I'll, I can be the one that gives people a more clear view into the financial thing uh, of it because I will flat I tell people all the time pretty much exactly how much money I'm making, how much money I have in my bank account, what it is that you know I've got in my driveway. What it, it doesn't matter. What the fuck? I, I'll I will tell them everything because I don't care because I'm not. I've never been the type of person that has ever cared about you know, if people know how well off I am or anything, because even though I'm not making as much money as say yourself or other streamers in the, in the space, I'm still making enough money that when people think, Oh, you're playing video games and you're making this much money. It's still, there's still a lot of negative shit that comes along with that. So 
Uh, but and before I, I just, you go, just, and and before yeah. you go, and I think a lot of that is too is that you're playing video games, and a lot of people or everybody that's watching plays video games, so they they think that you know somebody like Robert Downey, in their minds they go, I could never be a movie star, you know, I you know I'm not you know, I, I'm not going to be able to, to to do this, but I think there's this level of you know, I can do what this guy fucking does. There's nothing special about this guy. He yeah. just fucking turns on his webcam and he and he collects money. You know that. That's so. Why can't you know, I make that? So why can't I do it? Or I'm just gonna hate on this guy because you know I choose not to do that. You know, instead yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna tell him how he should do it. Right. Um. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah. So that's 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 part of it. Um. You know, it's it's. Uh, so in a, in a run of it, like Jeff was saying, as far as just, just Twitch, we don't need to talk about YouTube anymore because we don't make any money on YouTube. Really? The money that comes to YouTube is, is, is (laughs) us pushing people to the Patreon (laughs) via YouTube. Um, uh, so on, on Twitch, here's, here's what the last three years of my life looked like. Uh, three years ago on paper, uh, I made less than $20,000. The following year I made... Uh, $24,000, uh, which meant that I didn't technically have to pay taxes for two years. So that was a positive. Uh, and then the next thing that people will say, well, how in the shit were you not homeless? And the answer to that is because the years follow or previous to those years were really good years. And, and Jeff, Jeff can, you know, other than some of the equipment I bought in here for streaming, I literally buy nothing like almost ever. I'm this sweater I'm wearing right now. For those of you on YouTube, okay, Jeff can can, can confirm this because we went to high school together. I have owned this sweater and used it outside restaurants, anywhere doesn't matter. Since I was 17 years old, this sweater is 11 years old. My mother tried to buy me new sweaters that look the same because she was like, <laughs> damn it, Adam, you've worn that for half of your known life. Buy a new sweater. And I'm like, no, I don't want to because I like it and I'm cheap as fuck. So I had, I had a good, I had a good chunk of change put aside that I just, for those two years, I ate it. I just mm. ate up all of the the downside to that. And the reason why I mention this is because streaming and content creation, unless you are solidified, something fierce, is the most roller coaster uh, financial thing on the planet. You go up, you go down, you don't know what's coming the next month, nine times out of ten. You literally yeah. no clue. So you have to put away money, even when you are making good money that you would maybe make more than if you were at a regular job. You still have to bank up a bunch. I had $30,000 in a bank sitting there because I knew shit was going to hit the fan or I was going to put it and get a house. Life didn't happen that way. And that $30,000 in those two years, well, bye-bye. 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 It's gone. It's all gone. Um, And, you know, that's that's... So if you want a reality check for what it's like to be in this in this business, there you have it. Do you want to be in an in an environment where you might lose th- randomly thirty thousand dollars, might just evaporate over time because you've made like next to no money in those two calendar years? And that wasn't for a lack of of streaming or necessarily anything like that. Uh, that was just uh, you know that that could be as simple as. Um, ad life. revenue changes, <laughs> life happens, 
you know, uh, you change, you know, on Twitch, it can be as a variety caster, my average viewer count is a roller coaster as well. I can go up into the 300s, I can go down into the 60s. It, it can be all over the place as a variety caster because you don't keep uh, this core audience of people that only want to watch the one game like for example Jeff did with StarCraft for the first you know three years of his streaming career so um that was what or that is what it's like you you have no idea what's coming you have to prepare for it as best as you can sometimes it kicks you in the balls and Uh, you have to you have to get in you have to get your hands in as many pockets as you can. Yeah. And, and I know that sounds really, like, you know, bad, but it's, you know, things like Patreon, things like streaming, things like GameWisp or whatever. You have to have uh, your hands in many different places, sponsorships, uh, you know, one-off deals, uh, whatever the case, because they always go away. Everything disappears, it, it, whether it takes two years Two months, two weeks, whatever, it disappears. And in order for you to to substitute that money to 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 offset that those those fluctuating things, you have to uh, always be ready. You can't wait until something dies because no, you have to it happens at a dime. You know, you get you get a call or you get an email from a, a sponsor, and uh, you know, like for example, one of my sponsors, Chairs for Gaming. I was with them for two years, and although mm-hmm. I wasn't making any crazy kind of money, um, you know, I was making some kind of money. But you know, just you get you get an email and say, "Hey, man, we're are, we're all out of uh, uh, shit uh, chairs for for Canada or whatever. We're shutting down this part or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, we can't pay anymore." And then it's like, "Oh yeah, shit!" Well, there goes you know there goes uh, two of my bills or whatever. Um, you know, uh, or, or another sponsor, uh, you know, uh, Corsair, for example, when I was with Corsair, um, getting paid a certain amount of money each month, uh, bringing, you know, driving content and all this other stuff. And then, you know, three months later, uh, it's no longer there. Um, or you're doing a one-off game and, you know, with the, with the possibility of it being a long-term thing and you never bank that it's going to be long-term. You just assume you're going to do it for a month. You're going to do it for two weeks or for four days, and it just disappears. Um, you know, you've got really big supporters. Suddenly, they're no longer interested in your stuff, or they have life, and or they got married, or they uh, just stopped wanting to support you. Um, you can't rely on that. So you have to be able to go in different places. Also, for me, is there is there's never an, not enough money to make. I, I, I am very fortunate to have this platform and this opportunity to, uh, further myself and entertain the world, um, to, you know, when I say world, I mean this little bubble that I'm in, uh, Mm. but I I have an opportunity here. And the last thing that I want to do is be 45 years old and wishing that I had given it a little bit more. If I had only, uh, you know, I'd asked this person for a sponsorship. If I had only started a podcast with Adam three years ago, where the fuck would we be at then? You know, um, you know, all these things you go through. And I have this philosophy where I need to make enough money to pay my bills. And then I need to almost double that. That's that's yeah. where I'm at, because yeah. guess what? This is not guaranteed. It, in fact, it is inevitable 
that eventually the shit will go away. People come and go. Your time is there and it's gone. And to a very big uh, for a big example of that is lag TV. You know, we are on our way out uh, in, in terms of. Uh, us being a team. Now, I know that sounds really crazy. People are like, no, no, don't talk the end of the world. You know, what do I do to save you? It's like, dude, we're not going anywhere. But we no. were finally, we were finally um, uh, a real, realistic and, and truthful with ourselves and each other to go, hey. We're late to the party on that. We were definitely late, but that was, we talked about that in another video. That was more of yeah, loyalty yeah. to the 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 fan base and to stay true to us because people throw around that word sellout so quick and they think that you're just hopping for the money and yes money is a big part of that but sometimes when you when when you push it too long you go down with the ship and unfortunately uh leg tv the the, the two of us uh we stuck with that one ship and the ship sank um fortunately we do have some diehards out there that love us as us and not necessarily the game and so they're they're willing and and happy to support our next venture and that is the podcast and that is why of course we need to get paid uh to do this content not only to live but to have that security to know that we can continue to produce this stuff worry free and not have to have our attention deferred over to uh going back to school for something or starting aside this and aside that and 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 stressing and and not being there to the fullest or or using this excuse of well we're not getting paid enough so we're not going to go above and beyond that's all bullshit now it's like hey the money's there guys step up and get it done and that's what we've been doing and it's no different for me i know that eventually all this good stuff you know these are the money making years of my life that's the way i like to think about it um even though that may or may not be the truth i don't know i'm i'm not psychic but I have to deal I, I have to invest correctly. I have to make enough money so that I am furthering myself because if I'm living paycheck to paycheck doing this job, I'm fucking up hard. I would much rather live paycheck to paycheck with a secure job at at a brick and mortar where I know I'm getting a, a certain amount of money and I'm working a certain amount of hours and living that life. I can't do that uh living this life. So whenever somebody gives me shit for um, you know, playing a game for a year, which is a long time, and then uh, when that game's dying out, moving on to the next to stay relevant, or or grabbing a sponsor that makes sense for the stream, and obviously, yes, I'm gonna get paid for it. Um, I can't say sorry to that because at the end of the day, dude, I don't tell you uh what you should do with your line of work and who you should uh work for and and how how hard you should strive for a raise or or whatever the case may be it just so happens that you're a viewer now obviously there are limits to the shit you don't want to be a walking nascar and at one point i was that and you know it it it, it was it had a bit of a negative effect and so i i i i always now have a certain amount of sponsors or or things that i want to push um that i'm not bombarding people uh, with this objective of making money, um, and 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 as long as you find that that happy medium, and maybe even push the envelope just a little bit, uh, you're you're in good shape. But anybody out there that wants to do this, or you you have your own business, don't settle, and don't settle because don't let somebody, uh, one of your family members or your friends, tell you, oh, you're working too hard, man. Slow down, some man. Slow down, some. Keep keep your foot on the gas pedal, but of course, always take that time for yourself to reflect and say, there is a reason why I'm doing this. You know, when I go to bed at four o'clock in the morning and my wife is sound asleep, 
uh, I, I know that I'm providing a place for shelter for her and 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 putting her in a safe place. Um, and not only for her, but for myself and for, you know, future kids or whatever the case may be. I'm never sorry for that. And I will never be sorry for for making money and and uh, and furthering myself and my family tree, because if if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? I'm not out there trying to win the lottery. You know, I, I'm out there trying to make my own lottery. I'm out there trying to further myself. I'm not trying to be, you know, be be uber rich. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we need to get paid and we like anybody else, uh, especially since we're already past the shelf life, Adam. We've already we're, we've already gone much longer than the average person. And I think if anybody that's listening to this, there's probably a bunch of different uh, personalities and people that you've watched on the Internet that have come and gone. And we have managed to weather the storm and we are in a storm right now, for sure. Um, we are definitely uh, at the lowest in terms of viewership on YouTube when it comes to you know producing content. But we have this beautiful thing called the Technical Alpha Podcast where it's now growing. For the first time in years, we're growing. And it's and it, yeah, the views may be small in comparison to what we were, but in the grand scheme of things, our podcast is actually doing very well. And it is more viewed than the majority of podcasts that are out there. So for that, we're proud. But obviously, we want to strive and build this to something big uh, so that we can have more money problems. Yeah, I'm down. I know I'm personally down for more money problems that that don't involve not having the money in the first place would be great. uh, Actually, I'm just I'm just in such an awkward place because uh, Jeff and I actually had this conversation a few weeks ago, it was one of our times we were together. Uh, he was over. For, it was when for we were doing the retro verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just and we we just talk about stuff. We get caught. We always have to schedule like five hours in advance of whatever we actually want to do because we talk for four hours first before we get around to doing anything. So it was one of those times, and and we were talking about it, and I was like, you know, the awkward thing about where I'm at is I'm literally making, you know. Uh, not a huge amount more money than I would be if I went back to the workforce for like, let's say the next five years. Uh, but not enough, not, not so much more than I'm really able to put a whole hell of a lot of money away. So if I went, if I went back to the workforce, I'd be making, let's say five or $10,000 a year less for at least five years to build my salary up to meet where I am now. Um, and, but yet on the stream side, I'm not really growing any, I've just been kind of stagnant for so long, but, but at the same time, like if I go away, I'm not doing myself any favors either. Some of this weird friggin' like limbo, uh, limbo, this, this kind of, uh, purgatory. It's hard to make a decisive decision because at the same time you've got, you've got your cake sort of, but you, 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 it's, I'm just not eating it. it, I'm looking at the cake from across the room. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what? That cake looks fucking good. Uh, but maybe if I just had a nibble. No, yeah. not allowed. You're on that Jenny Craig diet. But but this but really? this is the podcast is going to change everything, right? So we'll see what we're well, at I in certainly, a year. Yeah, I certainly, the podcast I certainly hope will so. definitely change. Let's uh, let's talk one last thing about in the money in the money realm. A lot of people ask me, um, you know, because this is a business. You know, I do have a company. Uh, it, it is a legitimate business. There's sure. payroll. There's contracts. There's uh, accountants and there's different uh, sets of taxes and different due dates and all this fun shit, you know, um, that comes along with this. Uh, 
let's talk something called write-offs. And a lot of people don't don't know this. Now, if you are mm-hmm. starting up as a streamer and you're trying to make this a job, and even if it is a part-time thing and you're and you're you want to make money, you can write off all of the stuff that you're doing. So, for example, say you do go out and you do purchase that AT2020 USB and you do go out and get yourself a Logitech C920 webcam, um, you can write that off. You save the receipts, you write it off uh, towards your taxes, and, uh, you, you know, you get either a chunk, depending if you're corporated or you're a sole proprietor or whatever uh, setup that you have, you either will get the HST GST back or you'll get, um, it'll it'll knock off. So if you make... Uh, $30,000 in a year and you spend $10,000 worth of stuff, you're taxed on $20,000 opposed to $30,000. Now, uh, I'm not I'm I'm not a tax expert or anything. I do know fuck ton, but I'm just saying this for legal purposes. Uh, you know, uh, obviously you want to talk to an accountant or a financial advisor or anything like that before you go and do all these things. And uh, obviously in the states and different provinces, there's different rates and different um, different rules and these sort of things. Um, so make sure that you talk to an accountant um, to let you know what you can and cannot get away with that's legal uh, and stuff like that. But just to put it in into perspective, some of the stuff that um, you know I write off and why I have a $1,600 microphone, it's not because I want to go out and spend $1,600 on a microphone. It's because as a company, you want to have so much expenses. Um, there, there, is, there is so much um, – not only are you going to save money in terms of taxes and you're going to get money back if you're ever going to buy something that you need, you're better off doing it through your company or through your business. Like you don't have to be a corporation or, or whatever registered. Um, but if you are, you know, making money doing these things, obviously you need to have equipment and things to do that. It's no different than a regular business, how they have to pay for the brick and mortar. They have to pay somebody rent uh, to be at the store. And obviously, they are going to write off their rent. It's no different than where I live. I have an entire studio here, and I make sure to maximize the amount of money that I can write off by expanding my studio in many different ways. So I have a streaming room here, which is so much square footage. I have a streaming room out there where I do all my consoles and stuff. That's so much of a square footage. Um, and then, I, of course, I have my my studio bathroom and, and all this. So basically, the moment you walk downstairs, I have my big Maximus Black logo, and this is my entire office. So essentially, my company will rent uh, a part of my mortgage, um, will pay me part of it to rent out um, the square footage of what I'm using. Obviously, you can write off things like the internet, your microphone, uh, your video games that you buy. You do a bunch of giveaways and things like that. Um, you can obviously write that. That's a way of promotion. You know, hey, if you you enter this giveaway, you follow me on Twitter, your Facebook, you gain more Twitter, more Facebook. You go to a sponsor, say, hey, I've got this many Facebook and Twitter followers. Your rates go up. It's a game. And, uh, you, you know, you can you can write off things like, um, you know, your car and stuff like that, even though I don't do that because I don't really use it. I do now. It's kind of like this thing where I should probably talk to my accountant about it because I do the yard sale videos, and now I'm doing the whole car vlogs and shit, so I'll definitely be able to incorporate that in some way, but I never really left the house all that much, so it never really made sense, you know, I, I, if I if I worked, if Adam and I had a studio, you know, when we're making that really dirty podcast money and we want to get the hell out of our houses and have a central location, then, you know, then yes, then it would, you know, totally make sense, um, but you can write off virtually anything, you know, my printer right here, I need, I need ink, I need toner, 
I go right off in the company, put on a company credit card. I uh, paper company credit card, shredder company credit card, fucking uh, uh, the electricity and stuff. I mean, it is it it costs money to run all of the lights, all of the computers, all that shit. Right? You know, a percentage of it. You can't write the whole thing off, but a percentage um, that your accountant would calculate that that makes sense. Um, you know, your cell phone. Uh, I don't know if I said internet or not yet. Um, it really just all depends. And then, of course, all your equipment. So your computer, your uh, I mean, if you're a good enough streamer, you usually get this stuff for free. But if you are buying a graphics card or something like that, you're going to want to uh, put that on the company as well. So you can get, receive some of that money back and offset some of the costs. Um, if you're traveling to an event, uh, obviously, you want to you want to expense that, you know, your flights, your hotel. I mean, you're working, you're there to network, you're handing out business cards, you're collecting business cards. Um, you know, one of the biggest deals I ever got was going to a was going to a PAX East uh, and that trip paid itself over four times. So, you know, it's 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 all about that being with your peers, creating connections. Um, all those things are so crucial and important to lower your costs, uh, not only as a streamer, but it's just good business etiquette. You just want to do it because you're going to save money, essentially. Yeah. I don't have a lot to add to that. That pretty much just <laughs> pretty much just it. This is like it's. Uh, you know, it, it sounds, it can sound super complicated, but at the end of the day, it's not particularly complicated. Uh, obviously taxes work differently depending on where you live, uh, both country wise and then either like by province or by state, for example, here in, in Canada or the States. Um, so, you know, uh, certain things will apply differently depending on where you live, um, for sure. And whether you're self-employed, um, or it's, or it's an, a corporation, they, they operate differently to, yeah. to a degree and, and the rules that you play by and everything changed depending on, on those two things. But at the end of the day, as soon as you start making money that you're, you know, you know uh, that you're paying into taxes for, uh, mm-hmm. you can start writing stuff off. Yep. So, uh, there's, uh, there's definitely ways to, to play the game, so to speak, where you can uh, keep your costs down, like Jeff was saying, and and uh, at the very least, make sure that not all of the money is going to the government, and you can at least get some <laughs> enjoyment out of your money, uh, because yeah. you're now your hobbyist thing has turned into a, a money maker, and so it's it's just convenient that you can buy games and write off a percentage of it, uh, or you know buy equipment and write off percentages of it. It's like, you know, most of the of the crazy stacks of equipment I've got over here behind me were from like calendar end of calendar year. And my accountant says, you need to have X amount of dollars in write-offs to bring us below this tax bracket so that we can save some money. Go find Go. a place to spend some money. That's the best thing say, you can ever hear, man. It's so much I fun say, hearing okay, that. let me go find yeah. that out. Now, not all the time can that happen. Like, for example, last year, I... Um, Last year was just a shit year, just in general for like in life. The house, my house is broken into. My car finally fucking kicked the bucket and died on me, so I needed to actually get into a a, a new car and whatnot. There's a lot of just expensive life shit that happened last year, and on top of that, coincidentally, was also a pretty good year for income uh, for me as well. And uh, combined with that, the U.S. dollar. Just mm. went through the damn... Well, I shouldn't say the U.S. dollar necessarily so much as the Canadian dollar. Canadian dollar tanked. Just dove. And uh, it dove in the in over the course of only a few months. It wasn't like the whole year where it was like on this slow fucking... The shit just went along and all of a sudden it just dropped off a cliff. Uh, and literally because of that, towards the end, the 
because uh, Jeff and I in, uh, here in Canada are largely paid in U.S. dollars, the conversion rate on the dollars that came in pushed me into another tax bracket far enough that I didn't have the money to spend to get enough write-offs to bring me down into a different tax bracket. First so, like, I literally, he, like, yeah, like, or the accountant called me up and said, and we have, Jeff and I have the same accountant, and he said, I'm very <laughs> upset. I said, why are you upset? Said because because you made too much money and you didn't have enough write-offs. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I didn't even make that much money. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you know, the U.S. dollar. And uh, and, he, and I said, okay, all right. Well, what are we looking at? And he was like, I need you to find fifteen thousand dollars in write-offs. And I, and I was like, D- what do you uh, think I am? I don't oh, have fifteen thousand dollars laying around for this shit. Oh, so uh, so yeah, that yeah, was kind dude. of funny. So sometimes you know you can't always make it happen, but uh, but it is it is nice to uh, uh, you know to be able to do that. It is a, it is a perk if you were to ever to you know come up with a list of things. I guess to a degree, uh, there is that that is a bit of a, a perk for it for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just kind of kind of silly. So you know, life as a as a streamer or content provider, this was just such a like. We could talk about this stuff for endless, endless hours, but the the big takeaway uh, takeaways here is that there, it is a fun, um, it is a fun, you know, kind of thing to do uh, because it is a thing that most of us have as a hobby, and as long as you can, uh, as long as you can separate and and make your work life balance happen, then it is a a rewarding thing to be in. It takes a shitload of time. You need to be a jack of all trades unless you're willing to pay people money to do a lot of the side work that uh, that comes with the job, uh, whether that's graphical work or, or financial stuff or uh, or figuring out these audio video setups. You know, so many people don't have an idea of how to do any of this stuff. So you either have to pay somebody else or find out this information, which is time and time is money when you work for yourself. So do you want to do what I did and sit down and read shit for like 40 hours in a week and try and teach yourself all these things or do you want to just actually you know go and pay somebody to do it for you just say fuck it um you know there's a there's a lot to it but it is it is rewarding uh and you know there are downsides and we talked a lot of downsides today but i think that's important because i think people need a bit of a reality check um with with this line of work is that while it can be super rewarding, it is very easy to to look at the top of the of of the pack, uh, the most visible people in in this line of work. Um, you know your PewDiePies and your Markipliers and your uh, and your Nerdy Nommies and whatever else we referenced earlier today, or on Twitch your Lyrics and your Trick Two Gs and uh, you know your Crips and all these guys with fifteen thousand plus viewers and. Uh, you know, you can, it's easy to look at the most visible people and see all the success and the money that they're making and then look at on the surface, the amount of work that they're putting in versus the amount of output uh, financially that they're getting. Um, uh, you know, it's easy, it's easy to do that and then apply that to virtually everybody else in the spectrum, but it doesn't work that way. Uh, and, and there's a lot, a lot that you have to take into consideration when you're, when you're doing something like this, if you plan on getting into it. Um, you know, for, for sure. And there's, there's not a better example, uh, of, I didn't get a chance to talk about this earlier. I've just let Jeff talk a lot today cause I'm half asleep, but the, there is, there's not a better example or two better examples on the spectrum of, of how to, 
tackle this this line of work or or how it can take you where you know wherever you want to necessarily get to uh there there really are to bring this back to the beginning of the podcast i want to mention this because this is something that i've been getting asked more and more in my community because i'm a variety streamer people are always asking me for example recently why aren't you playing player unknown battlegrounds <clears throat> you know that's where you're gonna get all these viewers you're gonna you know your channel will blow up go just play you know player unknown battlegrounds just keep doing it and people will ask me over and over and over again you know are you doing it when is it going to happen? And uh, uh, my answer is 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 just usually that it, that it's not because I have, I have very different goals in mind than 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 say somebody like uh, Jeff, for example, as far as you know what I am capable of doing as a person to achieve these things. I can do a lot of menial shit and be okay with it, but there are some things that just drive me absolutely nuts. And and. Mm. Uh, I already had, I already had the Twitch dream in my hands. It was, it was in my, my, my hands for a period of time back when I first got my partnership, uh, application. And that was during, and I mentioned this before the Hearthstone, uh, beta, and I was averaging five to 800 viewers a stream, uh, just playing Hearthstone. And mm. so I had made it. That was it. You you hit that many viewers and you keep that consistently by now. If I had just kept up with that, Lord knows I could have been the same. Uh, the odds of me being a hell of a lot lower than that in viewership, pretty slim. But what happened was, and it happened pretty early on, is it didn't take very long before I physically could not get myself out of bed to go and play eight to ten hours of Hearthstone. I literally couldn't fucking do it. I didn't like the game all that much. I've never been somebody that could do grinding uh, for months on end uh, on a singular piece of content. Uh, and I wish I could have because you usually get a lot more success on Twitch in doing so. But I literally was incapable of doing it. And it started to affect my stream because I was getting grumpier and shit. And so I turned into a variety caster. And the irony here is that a lot of people that are watching this on Twitch right now or on YouTube that watch me on streams, will see that, you know, they'll say that I'm grumpy all the time anyway. But believe me, Many of you weren't there at the time. It was worse. <laughs> it was a lot worse than it is now. Uh, and, and it's just because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hack it. And I think people, just to protect some people out there, don't kill yourself doing this shit. Some streamers literally have killed themselves in this occupation uh, for that exact thing. You know, they, they, they get caught up in that, that nonsense. Uh, but to make this... Uh, not I'm not trying to... Trying to derail myself. Uh, variety casting is great. Because you can play whatever you want, for the most part, whenever you want. But you're never going to really be a huge streamer. There are very few variety casters on Twitch that break 2,500, 3,000 views. Man vs. Game is like the variety caster. And even he didn't really start as a variety caster. He just grinded the ever-living shit out of a couple of games... And got to that point, it just so happens that they weren't the usual stuff, like a StarCraft or a League of Legends or something else. He just managed to make that happen in, in, other, uh, in other ways. And now he's able to branch out and do other things. But variety casting is not something you can grow a, a channel particularly well with, even if you try and science it up. Uh, so, if you want proof of what the two methodologies will, will net you here, I do very well because I've been in this for six years. So I make a good amount of money because my community is super supportive. 
and uh, they are incredibly generous with their donations, uh, and their subscription support has been long term. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I make enough money that I can continue doing this as, a, as a, a job otherwise. I can't think of very many people that have the average view count that I do that could live off of Twitch money. I'm, I'm in a very small group of people. Just per, The group of people is probably about as small as, as the group of people towards the top end of the spectrum as far as uh, the sheer number of people that are capable of doing that. And I'm super grateful for it. But... Jeff went about it in the way that if you wanted to emulate somebody and make uh, more consistent money on, if you have the if you have the personality for it, I didn't, and I still don't, and that's why I still don't do this stuff to this day. If you have the personality for it, then you want to do more what Jeff did. You want to stick to a game that has um, uh, some semblance of of uh, popularity for a period of time grind it out, move on to the next one. That is, that is how, that's how Lyric did it. That's how pretty much everybody else that makes any money in this business has Mm -hmm. done it. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to do. So if you're in it for money, uh, and you have the personality to be able to grind that stuff out and and push yourself through and and make it work, then that's how you're going to have to do it. And, uh, and, and go chase that shit because Mm -hmm. people will always ask because Jeff and I worked together on lag TV for years. Well, always a very common thing is why is Adam at a hundred viewers and Jeff is at six hundred viewers or a thousand viewers or why even when I was doing well and I had like two hundred and fifty viewers, why is Adam at two fifty and Jeff is doing Starcraft and he was at two thousand? And the answer to that is a, a number of different reasons, but chiefly it was because I'm bouncing around games that aren't necessarily popular and doing variety casting because that's what I had the toler you know what I could tolerate and Jeff. Stuck to one game and fucking plowed that one. And the game also just so happened to be, at the time, the number one game on Twitch before League took over. Yeah. Grinded that shit out and did that for years and built up a community off of that that now allows him to more freely bounce between communities and be a better success earlier in those communities because of the numbers that he has. That is the key. That is the big fucking secret. When people say, how do you get big? That is a secret. It's stay in a place long enough to gain some people, know when mm-hmm. to move on, and move on, and don't look back, and keep mm-hmm. going. And if people hate on you for it, fuck them. Who cares? You're in this. If, you're in, if you want this to be your job, you have to treat it like a job, like we said before, and just go and get it. So if you want to emulate somebody, for the love of God, do not emulate me. Don't fucking do it. Adam, you're because, doing perfectly fine, bro. Because yeah, but yeah, no, but what I want, I know what what I'm saying, saying yeah, 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 but I'm, I'm, I, the only reason I'm doing fine is because of lag, lag TV success on YouTube, where I had a platform of people that were with me for years previously. People who are just starting out do not have brand loyalty like you and I did moving into Twitch. It doesn't fucking exist. So you have to create brand loyalty, and that shit takes a long time. And so until you get to that point, don't do it. I'm telling you right now. You will, the odds of you, of there being anybody out there who are looking at me and saying, well, Adam made, like, I'll tell you last year, I made $50,000. You made $50,000 and you averaged under a hundred people for an entire year on Twitch. Holy fuck. All I need to do is get 80 people on my stream and I'm a God. No, that's not going to happen. I'm telling you this right now. <laughs> it's not going to happen. The only no, reason not. that exists is because no, of lag not. TV and six yeah. years of doing it. And for no other reason. 
I'm not an entertainer by trade or anything. That's not my personality. I turn it on. I do my game reviews. I have a community that's supportive because of the time I've put in and the lag TV that came before. But if you want to be successful, emulate Jeff and hope to God that you have a semi-entertaining bone in your body and you have a, a much better shot uh, at making it. But, uh, but do all of this. But don't let it take over your life. Just try enjoy and it, enjoy man. yourself. Just enjoy it. Enjoy try it and enjoy yourself. It is it is a blessing. It really is. I have the best job in the world. I am going to look back at this, you know, decade of my life and just be in awe. You know, I'll look back at it when I'm 50 years old and say, you know, Adam Adam and I will have stories to tell and well, it'll just be, it's it's amazing. Uh, I can't thank the fellowship, and, and not even just the fellowship, but just lag TV people in general and all the new people that come in. So there are new people that are coming in. But I, I when, when I look and I see people on my stream that have 62 months of being a sub and there's like 30 or 40 of them, you go, wow. You know, I actually haven't made a commitment for 62 months other than obviously this with Adam and my wife like that is the show I have not committed and and I most certainly have not committed to a content provider you know I'll go out and watch you know every Brad Pitt movie that comes out or something and I'm always going to support my favorite musicians like if Drake comes out with an album I'm buying it the moment it comes out that's my way but to physically go into a chat, subscribe or donate or just be there and be part of that community and to have somebody and and people commit that long knowing damn well that if it was if it was me, I probably wouldn't have I probably wouldn't be as invested as some of these other people. And that right there is amazing to even think. You know, I have people, there are like two YouTubers that I watch on a regular basis. And yes, I do donate them money a month and I am, you know, I do support them financially in the ways that I can because for one, I'm a content provider, so I understand what it's like to to have to make money. And if I'm consuming all this shit, and I'll be honest, I use Adblock, so you know, I I, I have to, you know, I I I I actually can't sleep at night knowing that I'm consuming somebody's content every day and it's entertaining me and I'm not giving what I can. Um, you know, not saying it's a bad if you don't, but for me, I do support, but to think that I, I know I haven't supported a channel for 62 months or for five years or for six years, that's incredible. That really is incredible. And that, I can't even put it into words. It's just, I mean, it's I, crazy. I, yeah, it's, 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 simil- it's amazing. Similar, yeah. similar. I can't, I can't like somebody, somebody, you know, when it comes to donations and stuff like that, or tips or whatever the fuck you want to call them at this point, donations, I, I, I try to get myself out of the habit of calling because it's not really a donation. Um, you know, when that kind of stuff rolls through and they're big donations and they're frequent, because you know, as a streamer, you do this for a long time. Like you've mentioned before, you'll have some people that will consistently donate uh, money, and sometimes it's a big chunk of money. Dude, we've got a thousand dollar Patreon right now. Exactly, I just throw, exactly. Throw that out right? there. Okay, so you know, there are um, streamers and YouTubers, you know, that I'll, I'll, I've watched on and off over the, uh, over the years. 
Uh, and, you know, I've donated to some streamers some pretty sizable chunks of change. I think the most I ever donated to somebody was $1,000. That was when I was actually making money. <laughs> but uh, That's the most but, I've ever uh, done, too, in a one-time donation. Yeah, on a one-time donation. So, you know, I've, I've been there, but it took a lot to get me to that point. Uh, and I don't do a lot of like small donation stuff or even, you know, like a hundred dollar donations come through and I'm just like, I, I try and put myself like how it's like, I, I can't understand how people, I, I love, I love that they do that because it's literally 50% of my income is tips on stream. That's actually 50% of the money that comes through the door. Some months it's more than 50% of the money that comes through <laughs> yeah. the door is through tips and so when that comes in, and I'm and I'll like, and you'll stop, and you're like, you're trying to put yourself in the space of the person that just did that, or the somebody even more to a point, the people that do it on a regular basis, and and I'm just I get mind fucked because I don't know I was, I can't do it myself. I wouldn't be able to just waltz in and just start tossing out fifty dollars at a time, you know, to to a, to a person, even if I'm enjoying their content. And it makes me feel like an asshole. And then, and then, then when it comes in, and you're and and it's like the fifth time the person's done it, and you're trying to come up with like, you want to react, you want to you want to have a reaction, but it's happened, mm. it's happened so many times that you don't know how you're supposed to react anymore. Well, the, here's and here so, it is, Adam, and this is what I do. And of course, we we say thank you, and it is appreciated. Yeah, well, of course. I just I just make sure that I'm available, and I just continue to do what they uh, are paying for me to do. And and, and I'm always, I, I like to think of myself as a very consistent streamer. Um, you know, I'm always on or, you know, whether it's this podcast, people know that they're going to consume this every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. That is the best way that I've come with besides just saying thank you and sometimes writing a, you know, an email and, and letting them know like, wow, man, that's that's huge. Um, uh, the best way for me to do that is to show up and and continue to entertain, and that's that's all and, we you can know. Really and that's do, what right? and that's and that's what you do, right? Like you have a big yeah. donation day or, or a big tip day or whatever, and and then you're like, I have to keep streaming. It's like you look at the clock <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like two o'clock in yeah. the morning, and a donation yeah. rolls through, and you're like. You feel like shit. It's like going to someone's house and eating dinner and then bouncing. You're like, all right, man. Immediately. I'm going I'm to eat the food. And you know what? That was really good. I enjoyed that filet mignon and that, that $300 bottle of wine you just gave me. But I got to go. You know, I've got a, uh, I've got a raid at 8 o'clock and yeah. it's 730 I gotta go. <laughs> you understand. I gotta I gotta go. And that's that's kind yeah. of what it's it's kind of what it's like. But that that is something um to, that that I always struggled with uh, after a while, you literally, this is a weird phenomenon. I know this is going to sound possibly strange to a lot of people listening to this right now. You get desensitized to donations over time. You won't see it coming for a long time when you're first starting streaming and you get to a certain number of viewers and, and people actually start giving you money. It doesn't matter if it's $5. You're going to shit yourself dry. That first $5 comes through. <laughs> you're going to well, be like... Yeah. Somebody just gave me $5. Holy shit. That's just for no reason. They just gave me $5. It just happened. It wasn't a subscription or anything. Just handed me a $5. Just thank you. Then it's 10. <laughs> then, then your first $100 donation rolls through. Woo! And you're just, and you're over the moon. Your, fit, your heart rate is like, is like a machine gun. 
You're flushed. You can't speak. Your English goes out. You start speaking Spanish, some other foreign language you've never spoke before in your life. You're just city of Babylon type shit. And then randomly, if you stream long enough, and this happens to you enough, enough times, you won't even see it coming, but it will happen one day. You'll be streaming, and somebody will donate to you $100. And that cocaine rush addiction thing <laughs> is not there and you're like and you know internally need, it's happening you know what you need bro you need the what? john what? cena that shit my <laughs> shit is never desensitized when the shit is so loud and about blow you up it not nah, you just can't get desensitized from that shit yeah it's that's well that's that's definitely it was a shock the shit out of you for you gotta sure. spice it up you gotta spice but it, it up but when it but when it happens and, you, and and like I remember when it first happened. I remember when it first happened to me, and oh, I remember shit. looking at the donation number and the name. But internally, I was having a monologue with myself, like, "Why do I didn't why Why don't I feel so fucking hype right now? Somebody just gave me a shitload of money. Why am I not feeling hype? I need to look hype right now." And then you look at the camera, and you're like, <laughs> "You're like trying to like, how am I going to act for this? Because there's, you know, you want to look." There, like as the dollar amount goes up, you want to ramp the, well, you the only reaction. Get, you only to can it, get right? so ramped. I mean, I mean, there's well, only. Yeah, I mean, just for me, ha- I can put yeah, on a chainmail. I can get. Cra- I mean, yeah. I still get pumped up. I mean, when I know people are supporting and they're having a good time, because typically when people are are supporting you, they're having a good time. It just amps my energy up, and and everything is good. But I, I see what you're saying, especially when I got suicidal Zerg in there throwing five sheets, and I got to listen to weeb music. And wheelchair <laughs> access all day, yeah, you know, yeah, that 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 breaks my soul. But um, it, you know, at the at the end of the day, guys, it 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 really is. A, I know we've talked about money for quite a bit now. Um, no, it's whatever. It's just it's just it is important. Um, but at the same time, you know, the the content providers and us included, we got to earn it. We got to go out there and we got to show up and we got to give you guys something that's worth paying for. And at the end of the day, there is there is no. Uh, there is no paywall on any of it except for Retro Versus for $5 on that Patreon. Mm, uh, it's all free. It's all free content. And I don't want anybody listening to this thinking, well, you know, I've never supported a, a streamer or a YouTuber financially. I feel like I'm such a shitty person now. That's not it at all. It's really not it. If you're if you're watching an ad, if you're clicking on a giveaway link, if you're following on a social media, if you're um, talking to another person in chat, if you're part of the discussion here on YouTube and leaving a comment or liking the video, those are all ways to support the channel. Sure, it may not put dollars into our pockets directly like a PayPal donation would or a Patreon thing would. But man, when thousands of people rally together and they do that, that ends up turning into those dollars when we can go to sponsors or when we're getting pushed up on things like iTunes and people are seeing us and then new people come in and the numbers grow and then there are a few people in there that do want to pay for the content and it is an ever- uh, an ever-growing thing and a never-ending thing. So just because you don't support in a financial way, just know you are appreciated. And the best way to support is to let your friend know about the podcast. Share your favorite When Cheese Fails video when those things were hot. You know, all those things is what happened. There's a reason why certain videos get a million views and certain videos get 5,000 views is because when the community rallies together and they show their appreciation by sharing or liking, it all just goes up. 
and all the metrics and everything. And then that's when the new wave comes in and that's when things happen. It's no different with the podcast or any other thing, whether it's Twitch or whatever. Um, everything counts. So don't feel just because you're not a nerd baller that you're not a supporter because every if you're still listening to this podcast like two and a half hours in or wherever we're at right now, you're a supporter. Straight up. Yeah, you're I mean, a well, fucking absolutely, you're a supporter. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So before let's, let's before get into, we move on to tech support, okay. before we do, right. I just want to have one more All thing. Right. It's not a long thing, but I just wanted to ask because right. I, I just thought of it while we're talking about the tips and shit. I just thought of it in my mind there briefly. Do you remember what your first big donation was? Like how much money it was? Uh, well, the first and who yeah, it came first, from. The first uh, big one that came was a hundred bucks, and that was from Panic Switched, who coincidentally mm. is not here right now. And yeah, the reason the why web, that one webcam or whatever. The, yeah, that was for the webcam. The first like really, really big donation was um, uh, man. I, I don't know exactly what name it is, uh, who exactly it was, but I do remember, and there was a whole bunch of them that day, but the first day where I made, it was like six grand in one day, mm. mm-hmm. um, and that was when I put on a, a toga and went and did the sushi run, sushi. and yeah, yeah. one person said, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you do it, and I was like, fuck yeah, I guess, and I go and do it, and I come home, and it was just a train of money. And I remember the biggest one that I had gotten in that was like $300. And I legitimately was like, I was shocked. Like I've had, I've had other days where I've legitimately cried on stream, like got teared up because it was the, the amount of love was just like, it was like a fucking Care Bear stare. Like the fucking beam of love was just smashing me on every angle and I could do nothing but submit to it. Like a, like the last episode talking about my grandmother, you just, you couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, you, couldn't you know, back. I couldn't hold it. Right. So, you know, there are certain ones, but the, the, those specific days, you know, um, but I have so many of them to be honest with you and they all stick into my, into my head uh, to an extent, but there definitely were moments that mm-hmm. were like transcending, you know the the sushi the sushi toga day was like life changing. It really was life changing. I remember I paid off Kayla's credit card. Uh, she had a, she had a credit card. I remember paying it and uh, paying off the credit card, and it just alleviated so much stress. It was mm-hmm. just like it was, uh, you know, it, it it was amazing. I it was amazing. What about you? Yeah, I remember. I remember the first one. It was actually coincidentally. Not only was it a big, do, uh, like a bigger donation, but it was also one of my like first donations, which was crazy. It was weird. Uh, this was when I uh, I was still on. This was before Twitch even existed. This was still Justin TV, and I had like thirty viewers, I think at best. Whenever I went live, I had like thirty people watching. And, uh, a donation came through and this was long before there were any, um, notification systems. You didn't know unless you yeah. had like your email up on the side. You had That's no what I had idea. You had to refresh that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to so refresh like, Yo, the check page. Check your email, bro. Check your email. Yeah, like, check oh, your email, fuck. man. See Put what I hit you up button. with. Woo! Exactly. Like that was before all, all this, all this fancy shit. Right. So, um, I, I just, done some stupid stream that I could barely pull off. In fact, I think it was when I was still recording my TV with my Motorola Atrix strapped to a chair, pointed at my TV, running that through Dino Broadcaster (laughs) on on an IP cam, and then streaming that to 
to Justin TV, so the quality, as you can imagine, was spectacular. I still had 30 people watching that, so that shit was, people were desperate. (laughs) Beggars can't be choosers back in the day. But they, um, I'd stream for like, I don't know, seven or eight hours, and I turned the stream off and whatever, and, and, uh, the next morning, I checked my email before I was going off to school or whatever I was doing at the time. And, uh, I saw this donation and I looked at the number and I was like, hold on, that does that's gotta be, that's, that can't be right. And I clicked on this thing and I opened it up and it was $350. Woo! And I, the name meant nothing to me. I didn't know who they were. I still, to this day, have no fucking idea who this person was. They're from Norway of all places. Mm -hmm. Some Mm -hmm. random Norwegian. When I was still streaming on that potato, Some nerd baller, mm. three hundred and fifty bucks. I still don't know who it is, he and I, up. my mind, my mind was fucking blown. I remember running until I was still living at home. I was told my mama was like, "Somebody just gave me three hundred fifty dollars," and she was like, "What did you do, <laughs> <laughs> dude?" When uh, when we went when we went to um. Uh, remember when we got caught in the airport and we got stuck in the airport and we had all that fuckery shit going on and, and oh, all that other stuff? Oh, it was a great time. Stuck yeah, in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> stuck in Maine and shit. I came, uh, uh, when I came home, like this this is all this shit. I came home, we finally got there, and we were posting videos and shit. Like, uh, I think we posted a video up on YouTube saying, like, we're fucking stuck in Maine. We, like, uploaded a video in the hotel and shit. And uh, I come home, I check my email. And I, I'm, I'm almost certain because I didn't. Obviously, you can't see the username when there's a donation like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Y- you get the real name, and the person was from Australia, and I can almost guarantee it was probably Frycy. Um, <laughs> I don't know for sure, but because I didn't I, back then, I just I didn't know people on a name to name basis. Sort of like you know, there's certain community members now that I like know well, uh, but I, now that I think about it, it's probably Frycy. And uh, if not, I do apologize if that person's watching like, motherfucker, that was me. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, there was there was a fifteen hundred dollar donation in my inbox Damn. and I wasn't even streaming, dude. The guy uh, wrote a thing. He said, yo, I'm sorry about all your your um, your troubles at the airport and stuff. I hope this makes it better. <laughs> yep. And I came home to that and I was like, oh, yep. my God, I didn't stream Nothing. I was there was nothing. I didn't upload anything. It was just straight love. So yeah, pretty, and, and uh, I think we, we both we both have one person that we we won't mention because they always they you know they they fly under the radar. Um, but uh, guy who's long time you know member of our community, older, old, not super older than we are, uh, but dude that almost financially carried our ass. For about a solid year. Uh, When I moved into this house five years ago, uh, I literally, I was an idiot because I couldn't live in a house that was empty. I furnished the whole thing on day one and I drained my my bank account, just gone. And Mm -hmm. I was live streaming, uh, me and Natalie, my my ex-girlfriend, were live streaming me putting together furniture on Twitch. 400 people were watching that, that shit. That. Yeah, 400 yeah. people. It was like one in the morning and I was putting together my TV stand 
uh, that I had to, I didn't have any tools in the house yet. I just had this like shitty hacksaw that was made for copper pipe and I had to cut like, com- like, you know, composite wood with it. And it was like, took me a half hour. I put on like some epic two steps from hell. I only needed to cut like an inch and a half of wood. It took me like 45 minutes to fucking cut in this thing so that the thing would even go together. And when that happened or during that, this person donated $4,000 in one donation. And I was just like fucking... So there are people out there that are just so incredibly generous that 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 allow streamers to continue to do what we do. And it's not just then, us. It is no, like it's, every it's, it's, streamer on Twitch. There somebody are has it there. People out the there. The communities that just, are incredibly generous. There was a there was a time a couple of years ago when uh, a friend of a friend of mine who's also a streamer, uh, her house burnt down. I remember hearing about this like the day like she was in the house when it was on like they had to get out of this house uh, because it was burning to the ground and when they got outside it started collapsing not long after they got out like they barely got out of the house none of them had their wallets or anything they're standing out in the middle of the street in their you know their uh, pajamas the camera crew showed up and shit and they lost all of their computer equipment all of their shit all gone uh, and had nothing uh, and so. Uh, the next day I did a stream to raise money to replace their equipment. And in three hours, my community raised $5,000 for this person. And we replaced all of their equipment in three fucking hours. And that's that's only, and that's like a community. This is like 130 people were on that stream. I mean, five thousand well, fucking like dollars. The, that's like the games done quick, guys. They did like two million dollars the last time. In oh, some huge shit. I mean, money! The gaming, huge The money. gaming community is super, super amazing. Sporty. Just amazing, and it, it's not even just us. It's every, just about every community out there, big and small. Um, they support their fellow gamer. They support their yeah. their entertainer. Um, and they get behind uh, the content that they love, and it is amazing to see, um, and it is it is appreciated, and that's coming from a content provider who gets to do what he loves because of you guys. So all that mushy shit, let's actually yeah. move on to, tech uh, to some tech support questions. I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to let you choose the, the first question. Okay. Um... I haven't even looked at these since I have to neither refresh have, my page here. Uh, neither neither have I, so I'm looking. For those that don't know, uh, for the $10 and above Patreon supporters, you can go to uh, our posts on Technical Alpha. Each week, Adam posts up a picture that says Tech Support Week 8, Week 9. Next one will be Week 10. And then you leave a comment on that uh, with your question, and we pick a couple of them that we think would be cool to uh, to ask or um to answer um that one's for panic switched uh do you see anyone yet that uh that you're Mm, interested in i'm almost done reading them so i'm just seeing what's here uh like the the psych okay so so here here's one um we were not going to answer because we kind of already did but i do want to just give them a shout out here Sure. Uh, Cyclonics, uh, Cyclonics, Cyclonics, who is who is a ten dollar supporter and has been for the first two months. Um, He says, as a job, uh, are there games that are currently playing or have played that you consider tedious or that you would literally hate 
but you would continue and continue playing because they bring in the viewers slash donations. Are you in a position to select mostly enjoyable games for you to play or it's out of the question even if it is uh, even in the foreseeable future? So basically he's saying, um, you know, are, are you willing to play a game uh, that brings in large viewers slash support uh, that you hate or that is very tedious, kind of like, for example, when I think about it, Boshy, uh, you know, I want to be, uh, you know, a Bosch or whatever. Um, obviously, those games make me rage. I make a lot of money playing those games. I even had one uh, made for me. The crazy thing about it is, is I actually enjoy those games. So although they make me rage, they it, it it's a challenge and it feels so good when I uh, when I beat them when I beat a boss mm-hmm. or whatever it's amazing and it's great yeah, entertainment gratifying. So, yeah now uh, if for example here's a good example and some people called me a sellout because um, I stopped playing League of Legends uh, and I moved on to whatever I was playing after League of Legends um, or I think I went back to Starcraft um. If I wanted to play a game that's tedious and that makes me rage and I hate my life for the money, because guess what? The year that I played League of Legends, I made fucking bank. I bought another yeah, house. Yeah, that was your that right? was your biggest that was your biggest. That year. was that was that was massive. All right, I the money was you know uh, it was it was a good year. I stopped playing because I started not enjoying working. Um, or I'm not going to use that word work. I, I, I stopped really, not all the time, but I found myself not wanting to come downstairs, turn on the computer and play League of Legends for 10 hours. It was mm. great for the first like 10 months, mainly because I had so much to learn. It was innocent. I, I you know, when there was trolls and shit, I just kind of made fun of it. And I, you know, did my sticks and teabag some names and, sang in some auto-tune, and it was fun. But then after a while, after that honeymoon phase, and then it all sets in, and I realize, like, oh, my God, like, this is what I'm playing for a living. Uh, that right there was the 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 straw that broke the camel's back for me. You know, being told to die of cancer and to kill myself and being called every name in the book uh, and and losing a game and having to play like three games to make it up and then if I lost another one of those games I was and then it was six games to make it up and you get to play like one game an hour if you're lucky I just couldn't handle it anymore and so I stopped playing um so to answer that question there is there is a fine line I will usually push it closer to the I will I will submit myself to the the shitty game for a limited time and then at one point I will break and I will hate my life. And then at that point, that's when I will say that's enough. I don't care how much money I'm making. That's enough. What about yeah. for you, Adam? Is there a game that you could play? You know, I mean, you did it. I mean, uh, you played Hearthstone and that was like that your was, most that successful was the, that was stint. The, that was my most successful stint. Yeah. And you stopped playing. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, well, most successful in terms of viewership. I, I didn't make you know the most money I ever made. Uh, in a year was uh, had had almost nothing to do with anything. I was just, uh, if anything, it was just I just so just so happened to be playing games that were relatively popular 
and for ridiculously long periods of time. But uh, but as far as viewership goes, yeah, Hearthstone was it. But yeah. well, I he also said viewer played slash donation. So I mean, in terms yeah, of viewership, oh, okay. you know, then, would you yeah, play? Would you then. would you play a game right now if you were guaranteed, yeah. you know, to double your viewership all the time? But yeah. you it was a tedious game. You couldn't do it, uh, or 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 you didn't like doing it. Would you mm. do it for the money, like, or for the opportunity to make money? Because obviously, it's never guaranteed. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I I can make more money than a streamer that has four thousand viewers. It really all depends how you market yourself and monetize your area. But in terms of viewers, would you would you stick it out? Uh, for for viewers. Um, if I was guaranteed viewership, which is, you know, you can't really say that cause it's never guaranteed. If it, if it was mm-hmm. guaranteed viewers, then yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think anybody would do that because at least for a short period of time, because then you give yourself a chance to grow your core community and, and, and then, you know, that's, that's where you, what you really want to do is you want to grow your core that's community right. so that you can go anywhere else and do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I'm sure I, 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 I could do that if it was guaranteed, uh, obviously, I'm I'm not going to do it if it's not guaranteed because I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> That's right. There you go. So so there's so there's that. I mean, I usually what happens if, if if there's a game that my community really wants to see me play, and this just happened here last year, uh, really wants to see me play that I know I'm going to absolutely pull my hair out over. Um, then I set a goal for donations, and if they hit it, I play it. And so last year that was Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, 13, 3. Uh, Hand of Fate, I had to go back and actually beat it because when I originally played it, I gave up on the last boss because the game is so fucking bad. And then, uh, and I've, Hand of Fate 2, I think, got funded, that, but the game is no yet. So stuff like that I will do because I'm getting guaranteed a certain amount yeah. of money. So I know that if I'm going to literally lose time of my life, just, I'm just going to just absolutely hate every moment of, moment of it. I'm at least getting paid for it. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's my stance on it. But if it was guaranteed viewership, oh, it's easy peasy. Like if I knew when people say, come to me, like I mentioned earlier and said, you know, why aren't you playing player unknowns battlegrounds? I know that if I stream it, my numbers aren't going to suddenly go through the damn roof. So, you know, people think that just because you play a popular game and I, I, I'm, I'm very happy that they think that I'm entertaining enough to suddenly just draw 500 people to watch me play player unknowns battlegrounds, but it's not going to be the case. Uh, that's why I'm not doing it. Cause I know not only am I probably going to, you know, not be particularly pleased with the game itself. Uh, I'm not guaranteed any, any amount of crazy viewership. Yeah. Cool. What's your question? Yeah. You got one? Um, yeah. And I'm I, and I was with... like, yeah, we're not going to answer that guy's question. Then we just totally, we totally answered did. the guy's that question. So, yeah, I, I was going to say, I was going to say something, but you were just on such a roll. I thought I'd just let it, let it go. Just let uh, it go. Just let it go. We're, I'm going to pick uh, Xavier Page's uh, question here. Shout outs, Xavier. Um, an alien lands his ship in front of your door. His spaceship looks like an ancient English police call box. Maybe it's Doctor Who. I don't know, but probably if that's the description. Uh, after you open the door to see who knocked, this very human-like thing because he didn't really finish that grabs you by the hand and introduces himself as a doctor oh look at that and invites you on a once in a lifetime trip to anywhere and any when in the universe you want and you'll still be home in time for dinner do you take him up on his offer and if yes where slash when do you want to go 
So basically, to, sum to summarize that with taking the Doctor Who shit out of there, if you had the opportunity to go anywhere and any when, where would that, where and when would that be? And this doesn't have to be just Earth. Apparently, you can be wherever the fuck else you want to go. But uh, yeah, that's the that's the the short list of that. Mm. Hmm. What about you? Um, I'm going to say that uh, as much as I would love to like go into the future and see how we all decided to off ourselves as a race, uh, I'm going to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go backwards in time. Uh I've always been super interested in um in what uh, my, where my dad grew up, what it was like before, you know, a little bit before dad and, and up, if I could watch basically, basically, you know, where my dad grew up guys is here in Nova Scotia. Um, my family on my dad's side were one of the first families that were here back in, I don't know late 15 early 1600s so the area where my dad was was where our family landed uh in the province and uh so i was always interested in what do they do come in seen, on a fucking parachute where they landed uh, what do you mean well when they landed well you can say where they landed by boat is like land you're okay. landing with the boat same thing yeah. So, uh, so that was, that was, that was, you know, that whole deal. And I would, I would love to have seen, you know, my, where I come from family wise, what that experience was like for them getting here. Uh, and then to be able to fast forward to just before my dad was around to see when that area was bustling as a shipbuilding location and a fisheries and everything else. And people were coming there. For from like the United States, which and that time that's a long ass fucking haul. So they were there for like two months because they were rich as shit. And they were just leaving the states to come up and spend time there for a couple of months, and to see when there was all that you know kind of uh, activity there. I always thought it would be super interesting because my family built most of the homes that are in that area that are still standing. So I'd always love to see what that would have been like, uh, and and to get a, an appreciation. Uh, uh, for that. So I think that would be my, my place to go and my win. That's good. Seeing, seeing the, uh, uh, I think there's probably seeing a lot of families came from a lot of marijuana back then. Probably just a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot I of weed. So. You don't think so? <laughs> are we talking no, like, nothing. are we talking your, are we talking your old man's parents or like him as like a teen, like a kid? No, but no, well, like I'm like where he was like before dad. So just before dad oh, and during dur and, okay, and a little yeah. bit and a little bit during his childhood because when he was dad was still a kid, it was still Cuz I mean your dad your dad's up there in age, right? So I mean, yeah, I was not, thinking maybe that, I mean, he's 65 years old. This is not like the fucking stone age for God's sake, but like I'm talking I'm talking 1800s and earlier. I want I wanted to so I, I kind of cheated. It was a two two pointer. I wanted to see uh, when my family first landed here and what life was like for them when they were building some of these houses that are hundreds of years old now. And oh, then you I mean, wanted to you see... You mean you wanted to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You wanted to see my ancestors build the houses for your parents? No, no, no. <laughs> this is Canada up here on the East Coast. We didn't have any slaves. 
We didn't I'll have to sleep. Just a bunch of white people <laughs> building houses. But yeah, that was that. That would be what I would like to see. That and then oh, and then fuck. fast forward and see what it was like when it was at like its peak. I hear you. I hear you. No, that's cool. That's cool. That would be that would be pretty dope. I I actually have pictures of like my my parents my like my grandparents' parents. Like there's like some old school shit. And it's like yeah. some ghetto shit too, man. It's like it's like damn, man. Life back then must have been like so simple but so boring. Um but anyway, I would go um I would go all the way back in time to where it all began. I would like to see the birth of okay. the universe. I want to okay. know I want to see the big bang. I want to see what where it all began and how it expanded. Obviously the building of stars and all this stuff takes a long time, but where it just kind of all just that, that moment in time when something happened, I would love to see, I mean, not even just see, but just to know, uh, how it all began. I think that would be just amazing. And it would be a pretty cool alien to be able to give me that vision. So I don't know if I can add too much more to that. It would just it would be cool to see how it all started. Um, it would either it would either be that or 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 going to another planet where the alien knows that there's life. You know, maybe go to the alien planet and see what where he comes from or it comes from, and seeing that. But I think overall, I would much prefer to see where it all started. Not just mm-hmm. Earth, but the whole everything. Because it had to have started at some yeah. point, right? Well, yes, of course. I mean, we as, as far yeah. as science as we know it as we know it now, we can go back to you know like millions or billions yeah. of a seconds. But we, but obviously, because math is constrained by time, we can't really yeah. go further than you know. Uh, you know, we can approach we can approach zero, but we can't actually. Can't go, go back before, right? So, yeah. um, which is always a fun a fun conversation because you're like, well, you know, because it's the way the way you you look at things, everything is you know solid, it's matter, right, and antimatter and everything else as we as we know it. So if 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 an explosion happened, there was. At some point, there was nothing. Then there was there was something, which is the most mind fucking thing to think about. Yep. So like you're Some, you're trying to think of like yeah. what? Well, that's, that's as far God, as the human. That's God. Well, I mean, obviously people are yeah, but the the thing the thing that's obviously a thing that people will, will lean back will lean back on you know, whether it's God or or some being whatever the fuck. But like because as far as your brain can comprehend, right? you know we craft like a clay pot you know we can be a creator of something we can take something we can take materials that exist around us and turn those materials into something that didn't exist before we can take a bunch of trees out in the woods fuck them all up chop them up into pieces build a house and live in that house and that house was not there before and it's because Mm we we took shit that was existing and turned it into something else so the big bang is we just took uh, you nothing know, apparently something. nothing which doesn't make sense to us because it doesn't exist you know we can't comprehend the fact that there That's was right. at some point nothing yeah. 
And then it's all of a sudden there's something. And then I guess the, the follow-up that some people have to that, well, that's the assumption that there was that there was nothing, but there could have always been something. But you're always going to have the nagging issue or the nagging question of, or at least I do, you know, whether you take it philosophically or religiously or whatever, is if there was always something, why? Why in the but fuck you, would yeah, anything yeah. But be you can there? Make, you can make that argument. So <laughs> so even if even if you're a believer in a god or 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 you know a, a higher power of some sort, right? Uh, I'm not that type of person. But if if you you just said, well, my you know obviously God created everything, then you go, well, who created God, right? You know, obviously you you always play that that thing where it's like, okay, well, if there is if there was nothing and some being made that, then who made the some being? You yeah, know, you was there going a being back that made beings that made beings? Exactly. It, yeah, it's exactly. Just, it, it's, at some point, yeah. I think it gets to the point where we're human and at the, at the end of the day, we are so ins- insignificant and we're just – we're like a small little shit stain. Not even a shit stain. We're like a fucking speck of a speck of a speck of sand and this infinite ocean of just always expanding and we're we're this species that is only going to be here for a very small period of time whether we blow ourselves up in 500 years <laughs> or in 50 years the universe yeah. is going to keep going for billions and trillions of years and yeah. the small little tiny slither that we are here which may seem big to us because it's all we know because we haven't ventured out anywhere else. And even though we are educated enough via science to know that, you know, we have been here for 65 million years or whatever uh, the planet anyway, um, or however old the planet is. Uh, it's it's the simple fact that when you think about how long humans have been here, it is so ins- insignificant and so minuscule that you, you wouldn't even see it on a graph like you wouldn't even it's almost like we don't exist. It, 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 no matter, even if we, as a, as a, as a species, we live for 50 million years. It's nothing. Literally, literally fuck all. So to, for us to even try and comprehend how it all began and to, to pin it on a God or a God of a God or something, it's just so, in my opinion, so irresponsible and dumb to even think that we could come up with some, uh, uh, try and make sense of it in any way, whether it's through science, whether it's through uh, a belief, anything to think that we could come up with, we can make theories and we can have fun and, and do all that stuff. And it's great for our imagination. And it, and it's, and it's, 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 it's awesome. Like I get bubbly when I think about it, but at the same time, it's like, we're fucking dumb. Like we don't literally, we can't, we can't even begin to comprehend. I'm having a hard time even describing how we can't even comprehend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well, that's but that's why I used that's why I used the the the, the creator yeah. Yeah, example, yeah, yeah. right? Is yeah. because everything in, in, that we can that we can observe in our universe is in three dimensions. It's how we see things, and it's how we understand things, and we can we can 
describe things mathematically and so on in multiple more dimensions than that and we can you know we can we can play at describing things as best as we can with what we're given but the irony is that what we are given is based on shit that already existed and so like the the rock in the hard place the catch 22 is you're descri- <laughs> yeah. is you're describing yeah. the pen with the fucking cell phone but the one can't exist without the other type deal and you're like just going back and yep. forth and back and forth and back and forth and so it's it's fun and it's and it's neat to be able to watch science you know evolve and and describe what we can figure out anyway as much as we can but ultimately uh science can only take us so far as some i've always yeah. said is science literally has an endpoint there is actually an endpoint to science you can definitively know everything the odds of us getting there pretty much zero but technically yep. speaking because of in my opinion because of how humans are within the universe how we how we occupy the space and how we observe it and how we are capable of observing it and working within it we are there's a finite amount of information we can glean from that and actually make sense of because just because of how we are so it's fun to watch us approach that maximum which we're not even remotely fucking close no. to but but it's 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 weird sometimes to think about the fact that there is a ceiling that uh you'll never be able to break through like you can't Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. beyond that point some people might disagree with me but whatever uh, science is is a descriptive language and it describes things that we can actually comprehend yeah <laughs> that we can see and 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 uh and even some things that we can't see but the only reason that we can see the things that we can't see is because the things that we can see interact with the things that we can't yeah, see yeah so, so so we know cause and effect if something's happening yes. over here and we can't see something then we assume we can assume through There's science what is making yes. this move this way or whatever because we know the science of the thing that we can see so yeah. so on and so forth. I got a question for you. I got a technical alpha question. Even though Hit I'm not me. a Patreon supporter, I'm going to cheat a little Hit bit. Me. Adam, okay. I got a question. It is the question <laughs> that many people out there, you know, feel as though they know the answer to, but others will go ahead and say, "No, moron, that is not correct." <laughs> okay. All right. Now okay. this is the million dollar question, Adam, and I need a straight answer All from right. you. Okay, my body's ready. Is the earth flat? (laughs) I can't I can't believe you're actually going here. We are we are three hours and twenty minutes into this. The shit's And you drop a flat earth question? Oh, oh God. We thought we had fuck. the longest podcast a couple weeks ago. This shit's about to be shattered. All right. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. What I need. What I need. Okay. Okay. I don't even know how I want to tackle this. Here's here's how I'm going to. Here's how I'm going to frame this as, you know, as best as I can. In my it, okay, first of all, my view is obviously the world is not fucking flat. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I was getting more okay. worried. I was so like, that's there's there's the there's the there's the there's the short form answer. 
the long form answer, I suppose, is is that is that um, as much as as much as it as it might pain me that there could be people that that honest to God believe that we live on a on a flat Earth that is surrounded by ice walls. Um, that is, you know, with, with projected, with a projected universe above us and that the earth or that the sun really, you know, doesn't go around us. It just goes over top, like it's a weird, crazy shit. As much as I, as much as it pains me that it exists. Okay. I can't hate on the people for putting the amount of time and trying to connect the dots their methodology and their understanding is off in left field, <laughs> but at least they're putting like they put some flat earth, not all of them, but some flat earthers put more effort into understanding the theory that they want to buy into, which in this case is the flat earth, than other people that have beliefs put into those beliefs uh, that they already have themselves. So, like, I can't hate on the fact that they put the grind in to have a, you know, what many people might consider to be a crazy idea. And unfortunately, we live in a in a time where there's so much information out there and so much of it is misinformation. And, and some of this mis- misinformation comes from the people who we trust to be truthful all the time, whether that's, um, or who we are supposed to trust to have, or is truthful, all, uh, truthful all the time. That could be your parents. That could be the government that could be, well, in this case, especially the government, cause we're talking about the flat earth thing where apparently the entire planet's collective fucking scientific community and government organizations have colluded to make sure that everybody thinks the world is circular for whatever. end. I don't know. Uh, I guess it's just control. Um, but you know, it comes, a lot of misinformation and lies come from these people. And so people sometimes then will misplace that and use it as a vehicle to take some really weird off-road shortcuts to get to places that they want to believe in. It's like the, it's almost like the, uh, there's, I don't know if there's a name for this. Maybe somebody can, can figure out if there is a name for it. Um, but there's a, there's definitely an effect whereby, uh, people will hear something that inherently is super against the grain of everybody else's normalized thinking. Um, and this is a, definitely a conspiracy. This is more linked to conspiracy theorists than anything else. They'll hear a conspiracy theory. And there's just enough information there that you could almost think that it's real. And if it was real, it would be so, you know, incredible and catastrophic and and everything else that you almost want to be on the team that says this is the truth so that on the off chance that it is, then you can be like, what up, bitch? Who's been saying for the longest time that JFK was assassinated by like, some other random, you know, group of people or like it was like for yeah. some other and like there's got to be or something UFOs there. or like aliens yeah. were here or, or, you know, whatever, you know, but um, it's, it's, that's, that's, that's it. There's got to be, there's probably a name for that, but that's, that's a lot of it is you take that and then you, and you couple it with, with a lot of people that are now, not all of them are, are uneducated, but a lot of them are not 
drastically educated or or well, thoroughly that's a, educated. That's a polite way of saying it. I, I I guess, right? So you take that, couple it with that, and then and then put them out into a world uh, where they often get paranoid because of the misinformation coming down from places where you're supposed to be able to trust people. And then uh, mix that with the internet, which makes everything, the whole world smaller than it already is, and amplifies the amount of misinformation that can exist that looks like legitimate information. Because like we've talked before today, if you say something as a person, and you walk out into the street and you start talking, and you can say it and do it confidently, you can actually win over a bunch of people if they don't have the information themselves, just by acting confidently and saying something confidently, they will take you for fact until proven otherwise. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can be so fucking good at it that even when they're presented with the information, they will still go with the other guy that was charismatic and sounded confident in what they it's say. being a good lawyer. It's called being a good lawyer. Right? So the internet makes it all worse, and the flat earth thing is just fucking amazing to me. You and know what would be really cool? It'd be, it'd be really cool for NASA to go to one of these flat earth conspirists and say, you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to debunk you. We're going to put you through some training, and we're going to take you into space, and we're going to fucking blow your mind. How cool would it be to have, like, the leader... Like somebody of of great, you know, cult like importance. First, they'd have to pass the test to be able to actually be launched into space without dying. So that would yes, be step yes. one. Yes, and but then, it, yes. How but, cool would it be to physically take oh, somebody great. like that and just and film their entire reaction? You know, them thinking they're going to hit a wall on the way out, or the, Didn't the they moment do that with somebody though. I have no idea. But it was like it low orbit be, or something. It wasn't I no like idea. honest to goodness. I, I couldn't like, I tell thought you maybe that happened, but even even chat. if that's the even the, even that's the but yes, coincidentally. So a while ago, Brian, you know, Smitty was over, and and after a stream, this is when we were playing Final Fantasy thirteen too. We got caught up in a flat Earth thing. We were watching all these videos, and it was fucking crazy. Oh, it's absolutely fuck. crazy, right? But Brian was like, "Why don't we just get some rich bastard to send one of these motherfuckers into orbit?" <laughs> And they can see it themselves, right? Yeah. Like, how easy is that? And even some of the flat earthers are like, well, why don't you guys do that? And we're like, well, bitch, yeah. that's fucking Elon, expensive. Elon <laughs> Musk one day will, 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 come up with a, uh, will come up with a solution for the naysayers. But you know what, man? I, 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 my, my only opinion about it is if there are people that truly believe that the earth is flat, they should not have kids. They are, they are uh, with all due respect, dumb. Um, and, 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 um, I, you know, you sugarcoated it. It's, it's, it's I'm just, just trying to it's, be it's nice. It's, it's ignorance in its most, in its most, you know, if you're, if you're going to have kids, you're going to have offspring and you're going to teach them that the earth is flat, you know, uh, uh, unless you were brought up in a family that thought that earth was flat and you knew no better, or if somebody presented you with the actual evidence I mean, it's it. You can you can like physically fucking see the shape of the Earth. I could go outside and I can like look at the Earth, and you can kind of see. Like even still, you can still even kind of see the fucking Dude, globe if you, shape. If you go, you know, if you go to the just, prairies here in Canada, all right, where it's just flat for ever. Where the joke is, your dog ran away and it took three days. Okay, because you can see your dog running away for three days because that's how fucking flat. It is out there in the prairies. 
All right. That's flat enough. You can see the earth fucking bend out yep. there. But even when you give them that, they still have some other pseudoscience well, shit that they come out with. Well, then where's they, the then end, somebody said, Adam? Where's the well, end? That's just, well, that's when, just, are, that's like, just that'd it. be the coolest way to commit why suicide. Don't some, just why fucking go to somebody... the edge of the world and just fucking jump. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just why, strap, well, a gro- strap a GoPro to your fucking head and just and walk jump. in a straight I mean, that would be the Nobody's going to Niagara Falls anymore to watch the fucking the, the watch the no. falls. Let's go to the edge of the earth and fucking can yes. you imagine the view there? Holy shit. I, I, I just, feel like if I was like 90 years old and about to kick it, I'd be like, you know what? Just throw me off the fucking bitch. I want to I want to go. I want to go and, and and go places like where. Why is there no pictures of the edge of the earth? Why isn't there? Why isn't I don't get it. Like, what that, is that shit would be dope as fuck just, if there was oh an ice God. wall. If there was an ice wall that for whatever reason was there. I don't know why it was there. But there was an ice. I'd be fucking mind blown. I want to know about that shit. Why hasn't somebody just done it? Well, Adam, you know, it's in it, Game of Thrones. Fuck, there's Dude. the ice wall. Yeah, exactly. They climbed that shit. I want one in real out. life. I figured oh that out. Goodness. But I think my favorite thing that I heard from that was, or, or from this whole thing was, you know, when when Felix got sent up, the guy who did the Red Bull jump from, yeah, like, yeah. He was like, the like edges. so far up, right? Yeah, he's, like if he, he went any, if he went any space. higher, it was like he if you went any higher, you like you'd be floating off into space because you'd be outside of the fucking gravitational pull of the fucking Earth. So, yeah. like, so he he falls into this thing, he breaks the sound barrier and all this shit, and he's high enough up. And I remember watching this live on my phone in the car. I pulled I off into, into a Costco parking lot so I could watch the shit. And I'm watching this, and I'm looking, and he's at the edge of this thing. First, The first thought that came to my mind is, this guy's dead as fuck. He's absolutely dead. 110%. <laughs> this guy's dead for sure. And he's looking, the second thought I had was, why would you ever fucking do this to yourself? Because <laughs> Red Bull and a lot of money. He's standing at the edge of this capsule, and he's looking down, and the earth is there. It's this big blue-ass fucking ball. And, yeah. and you know, they were over top of, I can't remember where they were in the States, but it was just you know, this big landmass, this brown landmass below them and shit. But you can see the fucking earth bend. You show them these, this video and they'll say, well, that's because they used a fisheye lens. And at that point oh, you go, go my. fuck yourself. That's it. We're done. You, If you are going to say something as asinine as as we are using a fisheye lens while somebody hurdles themselves out from that fucking height for no other purpose, then then where are we going to go in this conversation? Like, what is it going yeah. to take? Maybe we should put them on the first ship to Mars. Pick one of them at random. Fuck it. Yep. You're going to Mars. Send them yep. off. And when they turn around and they see that little blue fucking ball go smaller and smaller, if they turn around to the captain and say, man... It looks so flat from here. Kill them. Make sure their genes can't go any further. Because that's it. This is the fucking show. Yeah, dude. It's, it's funny because you've got you've got the professional basketball player going on and talking in front of millions of people oh, like, yo, the well, earth the is worst flat. thing about the that is there's a bunch stupid. of kids listening yeah. to that shit, right? Yeah. And they yeah. look up to these guys. And so, you know, unless you are 150 fucking thousand percent sure that this earth is flat and i guarantee you there's still a back of his brain yeah. going it's probably not the fucking trick nah, it's probably it's not probably yeah, it's yeah. probably not but i'm gonna run with it anyway like and even then you don't say that shit 
when there yeah. are people that are young looking up to you because now there's going to be a bunch of kids going to school asking their teachers if the earth, about the earth flat, flat earth shit and the teacher's going to be like oh you have got to be fucking kidding me right now or 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 it's going to get even worse and that one teacher is the fucking cuck that thinks the earth is flat oh, well, and tells the classroom that yes indeed it is flat don't let you see this little flat globe you know that flat poster that used to be on like every back of fucking so uh like geography of the flat earth be like yeah that's actually the earth and you know they just fuck everything up so yeah (laughs) oh kill all kills me and so there you have it there there you have i had to throw that out there since we were on the topic of space (laughs) and i was just like man it's just some of the dumbest shit ever flat earth it just it just blows my mind but it it plays to so much shit like it, it you know, uh, you know, hey, sounds, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? All what? right. For a future what? cast. All right. Okay. I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe even a little bit of a DLC cast. Okay. Sometime. All right. You know, maybe, right. maybe the next episode yeah, the of times, DLC. For the times we don't want the four hour long podcast. Yes. So we should go with the biggest conspiracy uh, theories out there. We should have a cast full of we talk about like three like was the moon landing real? You know, was like you know some uh, no because Bigfoot exist and rockets you know, what, just go you know, horizontally. All these, all these things we should do a conspiracy DLC where we just get into it and we're like we try and debunk and we tried to defunk and we just we just go all out. You know, Illuminati type shit. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Do the UFOs exist? Is there such oh. thing as ghosts? Have you seen one? All oh, those man. things. I think that I shit just, would be fire. Um. Yeah. We. Yeah. I mean, I, we'd have to we'd have to maybe do a few of them because I don't think you could just do like all of them in one go. No, no. I think I think it'd be like three. You could do like three in like a two hour, three oh, hour thing. Man. Because oh let's Lord. be real, we're like a three-hour podcast, so you know. Yeah, yeah, we actually, yeah, we 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 run we run deep on on that one. I don't. <laughs> so just the flat Earth shit. I, yeah, it hurts. I know it hurts, dude. I know it hurts. So it is what it is. But you know what else hurts, or what's gonna hurt, is my body when I have to wake you up. You getting up? And five and a half hours to go yard sailing. So yeah, we should probably start to cut this. We should do our, our I, I thank think we yous. Should, and we our, should, and we our, should wrap it up. I actually, I'm going to pull one more because it's a really short answer. I just, oh I'm interested my in God. No, no, no. Don't worry. No, I, I don't even have to answer it. This right, is only is for you. This is only okay. for you. Okay. Well, because it doesn't make it that much thousand, better, but sure. Okay. Because it's been a thousand times it's been asked. I have to ask. Adam Barlow asks... During Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Lag TV, uh, from December 24th, 2010, Jeff says at the 9 minute 30 to uh, 9 minute 40 mark that if they reached 100,000 subscribers, he would tattoo Lag TV on his body. My question to Jeff is, <laughs> where is our tattoo? Fuck that. You know what, dude? I, it's just not happening because you know what? I, in my mind, I was thinking if we stay at a hundred thousand, because now we're on our way down to below a hundred thousand. Oh, I think we'll eventually get here, and I just didn't I want to do a tattoo removal. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you oh, what. Oh no, oh no! Don't say All something right? stupid now. I'll tell you what, <laughs> no. and I mean it. 
Oh, fuck it. <laughs> you don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean it. Never mind. Never, never mind. Never mind. Stop it. Never. Stop it now. Cut that shit. Oh, don't finish that gonna... thought. Oh, I was thinking Patreon for a minute. No, I was thinking no. fat stretch goals. Oh, no. no, no don't I'm do not, it. I'm not getting... I'm not getting caught in the moment. I'm Don't not do getting it, caught no. in the moment. I'm not getting caught in the moment. I see the chat going crazy no. right now. I'm not no. doing it, Jeff. No, I'm not doing no. it, boys. No. I'm not doing it. You know what? Maybe maybe when we get closer to some of our other stretches, I'll make some ridiculous thing and I'll get technical alpha <laughs> or I'll get Mr. Popo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Well, right. ladies and gentlemen, anyway. this has been such a uh, roller coaster of a. Well, where else can you listen to two guys talk about streaming and then fucking spin that into flat Earth theory? Really, I hope that was entertaining uh, for everybody that made it this far into the podcast. Yeah, it was a we're little different. We were just kind of talking about streaming. It was just chill. Yeah, we had no uh, subjects. You know, Panic was out of town. I was like, Adam's like, what do you want to talk about? I was like, you know what, dude? Let's just fucking turn it on. Talk about streaming YouTube. Sure. Just, just shoot the shit. It's just been chill. It's been chill. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. It. But uh, yeah, hopefully that was hopefully that was en- uh, en- enjoyable for everybody who listened in and uh, watched this evening. We're gonna wrap it up there because Jeff has to get up early and I have to get up relatively early tomorrow as well. I've got a big day ahead and I still have to edit this podcast because I won't be here all day tomorrow. So I've actually got to get a move on. Uh, I've got to, I've got to go. Dad's dad's out of town. I've got to mow the lawn while he's gone because it's gonna rain for like five more days. And then, uh, and then it's my grandmother's ninety fourth birthday. Oh my goodness! Ninety fourth birthday. So the Damn. family's going over to celebrate her ninety fourth. She's been heart failure for two years now, and she's had like a, like bronchitis and all this other shit. Refuses to die. Literally refuses. Like she wakes up in the beginning of the day and says, "Fuck it, I'm going another one." And that's just yeah, every says, no, single day. Not today. Not, not today. today. So uh, 90, 94 for for Novanan. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that. So I'll I'll be out. So I'm gonna edit this podcast, and get it ready to to go, and then uh, go from there. You're gonna get up and go try and find the next bundle of awesome. Uh, for, I gotta uh, get us games for our damn that, fucking well, I retro verses. I know you gotta get you gotta, gotta up get that stack and I some know. controllers that work. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's like priority number one. Like, do you have any I'll, of them controllers? I'll find some. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to, of course, read the names off here as we do every week. But before that, thank you again for listening. We'll be back next Friday. Uh, same uh, same place and everything else as usual. Uh, keep keep those ratings coming. Uh, head on over to Patreon uh, so that you can uh, get in on, on some of the sweet, sweet action that we've got for you and help us get to these stretch goals to produce even more content for you. Uh, and yeah, let's, let's head on over to the Patreon producers. As always, gonna start with Beastall, who is at a thousand dollars right now. Damn. A thousand dollars. Damn. Unbelievable. So Beastall, huge props. Mr. Miyagi, not fucking around either at 250. And neither of the rest of these guys, to be completely honest with you, at the hundred dollars, we've got Postal Panda, Draco, Adam B, Toto Steel, Naily, J A, Derek P, Jonathan A, Fry C, and Ice Wolfie, all hitting it hard. Thank you so much to those guys and all of our Patreon people because you mm-hmm. are uh, you are making this thing tick and tick well mm-hmm. it is indeed. 
But until next week, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Technical Alpha. Uh, I believe the third guy, hashtag third guy, will be back next week. So we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming where we will be up for episode 10. It's number 10. Yes. We might have to think of something big for that. I don't know what that would be, but we have to come up with something special for number 10 uh, as we've made it this far. So you can look forward to that. Same bat time, same bat channel. And until then, uh, yeah, have yourself a, a, a good weekend. Enjoy it. Have a good week as well. And peace!